Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Tell us. Yeah. Um, drop it. No, no, don't do it. Don't, don't, no, no, no. We're live, bro. Yeah. Homie, <laughs> don't play that. Right. I, I, I wasn't going to let you do it. No right. way. <laughs> he's, he's awesome. We got to get Boosh on the show. Yeah, we can go ahead. Hit him up. Let's get him in. We you want to do him? Th- you want to see if he can come on Thursday? Yeah, Perfect. We well, why not today? We don't even have the. Uh, we don't even have the network today. We got nothing today. I got a new mic. I don't even know if this thing's working. Yeah, hear you. All right. Well, then there we go. What's with your background? You look like uh, you you doing some uh, drywall, some sheetrock. Yeah, yeah. You know, I got a new contract business. I'm trying to promote it. Is that right? Yeah, that's all. Why you need some work done? I'll come in. I kick walls. Bacon spackle. (laughs) That's what it's called. Like it's uh, like it's nothing. Brought to you by Dewalt. Yeah, bacon spackle. You wouldn't even know that walls (laughs) down. That's how quiet I get in there. I get in with one of those sledgehammers. I start talking to you. Next thing you know, the wall's down. Yeah. You just just bring up one of your uh, uh, nemesis people, and you'll just take the wall down. Your demo day. Who? You're like Captain Demo Day. You know, that's actually what I'm doing today, man, after this show. I got to demo? I got to demo my whole kitchen floor. I already did the foyer, but I got to do my kitchen floor, the whole floor. We're putting oh, down a, a new floor, so. Well, what kind of floor are you taking out first? Uh, ceramic. Ceramic tile. Oh, what a pain in the balls that is. It's the worst. Because yeah, you got to scrape up that uh, the yep. cement also. The adhesive. Know, so. yep. Yeah. Yep. So I, I'm getting that done. I'm doing, I'm, I'm going to try to get it done today. I already stripped my uh, banister stairs. Talking about a month of Sundays, bro. It took forever to get off. I mean, it had like eight layers of paint on it. Uh-oh. It's ridiculous. What, what, um, what are you putting down? Out. He hate me back. On the what? Uh, you talking about the um, on What's, my um, banister? The new floor. The new floor oh, the you're gonna put down. The I'm putting down. I'm putting down this tile. Looks just like marble. Whoa. They're 18 by 24 inch slabs. Oh wow. Yeah, they filled up my whole entire um, garage. Now you know I'm pissed. They're all in my garage. They've been there for about a month. You know. Hold you can go with travertine. No, <laughs> I wish it's cheaper. Harry, Harry, <laughs> Harry, like, yo, H likes the travertine. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Heated. Heated travertine H. Yeah. Don't let Lombard yeah. hear that. <laughs> oh my H. god. Over. 
So what's up, man? What, what's what's uh, the what, deal? Yeah, what are we doing? I you mean, tell I, me. you're I looking at it. I mean, you know, there's no Houston again, hours. like uh, Ron Culver. Like he's not sleeping at the studio. No. So yeah, let's so let, let's he explain. Let's, let's explain to everybody wow. what's going on, man. Houston is where we're based out of, as far as you know, how our signal goes out to everybody, as far as the radio for the radio program. network. Yeah. Radio no, network. It's just yeah. right. That's just right. the radio. So, so right. Plenty of people that like nothing changes for our show. Nothing. Ch- the only thing that changes is breaking is when we break. So, right. Yeah. Which, which is never right. Nobody, nobody in Philadelphia that's consuming the show won't be able to consume it anymore. I mean, we had the, you know, we had a, a Sixers game last night where it was a throwaway. You didn't have Joel Embiid against a really hot team. And I don't know what you were really, anybody was really expecting. It wasn't, necessarily that fun of a game to watch on top of it so well your boy went off last night he had over 40 points what are you talking what are you about talking man? about i mean is, is it his fault nobody can play defense on no, Jordan right. clarkson no but you know if you want to bring up specifics you can go right to the third and fourth quarters and see those possessions in which ben simmons is scoring what twos and and their competition in oh Utah is hitting threes. Yes, yeah. launching yeah. threes. Well, right. And, I mean, that's that's the NBA today, right? Exactly. Eight so you yeah. can get a guy that puts up sixty, and Crazy. if it's yeah. just deuces down low, you're going to lose these games. That's all. Yeah. So he's specifically pointing that to me. Yeah. And my expectations. Right. The I new NBA. It. Yeah. You well, two threes. Danny Green gave him nothing again. Absolutely. Nothing. Yeah. No, he's, oh, he's got to go. I, I had to Him do and Curry to combined are not doing near enough. Curry I, is I the one who's really man. disappointing. Yeah. Curry is the guy who can still play. Right. And, I mean, we've seen this in, in any sport, right? Think about it, the last Eagle or Flyer. Hey, this guy can come over here, and it's not the best player in the, in the game, but it's a guy that you expect to make a contribution. Like, Seth Curry should be out here making strong contributions every night. And he is not. That's that's, well, that's a really big disappointment. And there lies my argument that I was trying to argue the other day. I, I don't think that Green and Curry right now would be starters anywhere else. You tell me if he's looking like a yes. starter right now. Seth Curry would be. Come on, man. We you had keep, a guy who you said it again. You, you keep you saying it, but what did you see? What have you seen the last three nights they've played from Seth Curry? Well, you well, tell Seth, me if he seems like a starter. Seth Curry would start in Detroit. He'd start in Washington. He'd start in Cleveland. Come well, on. He's, how would he well, start in Washington? The bottom line is, is he's it's starting out. here and he's not yeah. doing enough. He's yeah. right. the deal. And yeah. you shouldn't have expected him to be a guy that was going to do it. He's not good enough. They need they need more still. They got to get well, something done to the deadline. That's my ultimate. Now I'm saying I'm saying that he's not playing as a starter. Yeah, so and you're right. Like, yeah. Yes, but he is. So that's why I say there's no more there's no more Ben Simmons in the big two anymore. You know, it's not big. It's, it's, it's Harris. And it came over here playing really well last year. So the expectations were Seth Curry to play as a starter. He may not be up to that, but he's still better than a lot of other starters in the NBA. He's just not playing to what the level was. Danny, I, I wouldn't compare Danny Green and Seth Curry. I think that's that's not accurate. In my opinion, it's not accurate to compare the two. I'm not comparing. I'm lumping them together. I'm lumping them together as far as guys that shouldn't be starting. That that's I mean, it, I, huh? Wait, uh, so you're so you're saying you're telling me that Seth Curry is not a starter in the NBA? I'm Come saying he not. shouldn't. I'm, I'm saying he wouldn't start on a lot of teams, man. 
You can do better is what he's saying. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. I mean, you, he's a starting two guard. Yes, he may be a starting two guard. But at this point, is he playing like a starter? No. Come on, man. Okay, well, there's a difference between having a bad stretch. And you said Washington. Okay, so Washington. How would he start? How would he start in Washington? Absolutely. He is not. He's not going to start as a two guard in Washington. No, well, they got Beal. It, yeah, yeah exactly. Not, so that's Beal. not a start. He can't start there. That's, that's who we need. That way. <laughs> yes. You don't have a guy that's just locked into a position. That's not how. That's not how, what's happening in the NBA. You don't what's have happening? this. Oh, Bradley Beal has to play the two. You could put Curry and Beal back there, and a third Shit. guard as well. They but we're talking about the Sixers. Washington. We're talking about the Sixers, where they do have that arrangement with the Sixers. That's the way the Sixers are constructed. You have a center in Embiid, and then you have a point forward with Ben. Your two guard is what? Seth Curry. He's not shooting. He's supposed to be a shooting guard. Yeah. So I'm saying he's, he's not doing his job. That's what I'm saying. You have a point guard that won't shoot and a shooting guard that won't shoot. Wait a second. <laughs> Seth Curry missed a significant amount of games, so I don't I don't even know where you're looking at won't shoot. Like he He's won't, not shooting enough. Not right well, now, no. He's not shooting enough in, in, in where? Like, is he not getting enough shots and he's passing up shots? Or are there not enough shooting opportunities for him? Like when you look at what Seth has been able to do on this team, he's not brought Tobias Harris is doing exactly what Tobias Harris is paid to do. Be the second scorer, So that opens up a third opportunity right here. And Ben Simmons is going to be that guy one out of every four, maybe five games. Like we saw last night, you have a banged up shake Milton who comes off the bench and plays in a secondary role where he's really been able to take advantage of being a bench player. Yeah, he hasn't played in the entire road trip because he's right. He's ankle. Ankle. Up, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, ankle, yeah. Yeah, Seth missed, what, five games due to COVID and has since come back. So when you're talking about him not shooting enough, is it a matter of not getting enough shots, enough opportunities? I mean, you know, he's shooting 40 or so percent over the last 10 or 11 games that he's played from three. He's just not getting. It looks like he's just not getting enough shots. More okay. so than he's he's not right. hitting. Shots. I understand. I understand what it is. Then I see. I see already how it is. And 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 I should have known this from the beginning. Shan, when you look at things, you looked at it from the optics of being a numbers guy. Me, I look at it from the optics of watching the game, watching the flow of the game, watching how players are are, are interacting with each other. You there's think no more, way that you can reach the conclusion if you're watching the game that Seth Curry is not a starter in the NBA. I'm sorry. I could do that all day and twice we on just Sunday. We a guy out who covers the league who said that was ridiculous. All right. You go, you go ahead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it's going to be today. Does he look like, does he look like, does he look like a starter when he's out there? Compared to who? Like what team? What team do you want to go out and say go compared to what team? Cleveland? Yes, give me a team in Cleveland. Detroit, yes, he could start on Cleveland. Detroit, Minnesota, he'd start in Minnesota. He would not start in Minnesota. Okay. You're telling he would me not start in Minnesota. Minnesota. He would not start would with the Celtics. Curry. He would not start with Washington. He would not start with the Raptors. He wouldn't start with those teams. He wouldn't start with Washington. Because Can I step Bradley out and get something to eat? <laughs> I just want to listen to this. I want to have, some, I have my lunch. Liam, I made you a nice sandwich, Harry. No, I got to make it myself. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I got to make you it myself. What is going on Easily back there? Little Russell. Huh? What'd you say? What is in that coffee is what I want to know. You wouldn't start over Malik Beasley or D'Angelo Russell. This this is a seven-win basketball team. Jeez. Come on. Detroit. Detroit is terrible. 
joke. Yeah, they are terrible. All right. Well, what are we talking about? They, they I said guy, a lot of teams. When I say a lot of the teams, do you think I'm talking about bum teams? I don't think he's talking about the beat. garbage teams. What team? Right. Well, all right, well let, let's – I mean, Okay, if you want to look at what specifically Boston – no, but Boston, you can make an argument that Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum or other guys – Kemba Walker, when he's out there, he hasn't looked like a starter, but Kemba Walker would start on teams, but they haven't looked good. They've looked awful. Boston has looked atrocious this year. Are you going to make the same argument that since guys aren't playing well, they're no longer starters in the NBA? I'm saying Seth Curry, to me, throughout his career, has not really looked like a starter. I wouldn't say a starter when I see him. Rather him coming off the bench. Yes, yes. Definitely. It's an area where the Sixers can be better. Right. Let's get it back to the Eagles. That's why I, that's why I brought up. That's why I, that's why I brought up. I, 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 mean, I, dis- I disagree. We can disagree, but I'm saying, just like just like I said, all right, when are we going to come with I, – I, I would start Shake Milton before I'd start uh, uh, Denny Green. I would. Well, I they're, would play, they're playing – they're, you're asking them to do different things, okay? Danny Green is is not going to match up. Ideally, you're not going to have Shake and Danny Green match up with the same guy on the floor. So they're more compliments as far as them being on the floor. What Danny Green kills you is if he can't get you any points, he's going to give up a lot of points. Mm-hmm. So right now, he's not doing anything from a defensive standpoint. We already know, but he's not backing that up offensively. So you need somebody out there who is going to be able to complement anything next to green. So ideally you want green as a three. So you can, you don't want him anywhere near the, the perimeter, the top part of the perimeter of the defense, because he's going to get smoked the whole time. So shake, it would mean, it would mean more. So shake being like a, a basically a three. the point. And at that then point, runs the point man. then down, or you would no. have to have shake as the two next to next to Ben you I don't know if you could get away with having you just said or or Seth guard a taller three four because you're going to have taller guys out there depending on the matchups if somebody goes small maybe but I I wouldn't want to risk having too many small guys out there with Danny Green as my tallest small guy that that's all I'm saying when I'm saying this if you take Danny Green out put shake at the three Ben at the point now you could put Curry. He'll be the shooting guard. He'll be at the two. Then you have Harris and Embiid. Well, that was already that. technically there. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, so I you mean, haven't moved Curry. Well, yeah, he's the. He, you saying he's the two? You saying he's the stars? We'll keep him at the two now. Now you have Shake drive to the basket, kick out to Curry. Ben drive to the basket, kick out to Curry. Harris could then sit and, and and play, you know, on the outside and play in the mid range there. I mean, I think it just gives more balance when you have Shake in the game because he's more of a threat as far as being a scorer, and he can give you a little bit on the defensive side more so than Curry can. You have nothing coming off the bench, just so you know that. Then you have Curry come off the bench and be that 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 uh yeah, you have Curry shooter here. I mean, not, not Curry, not Curry, but um, then you have um uh, Green, Green come off the bench. And being that three-point shooter, no. Well, he look. He's he's not he's not playing it now. I I I don't I don't know, man. You and I I I don't. We have to sit down and watch a game together. Yeah, please. I, the, the, what you are watching versus what I'm watching is completely different. Please do that while I'm watching golf this weekend. Yeah, okay. And and and, 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 and don't text us about it. Either. And Jason will be watching the Lake Tahoe hockey games. 
exactly right. Which we hope happened today. Now, why are Giroux, Voracek, Konechny, and Couturier not practicing today? Is Couturier not practicing either? I just saw John Clark tweet a few minutes ago, no Giroux, Voracek, Konechny, and Couturier at Flyers practice today. Maybe Couturier is going to be added to the COVID protocol list. Ah, jeez. The other guys are all on the COVID protocol Here we list. go. Again? Well, they've been on it. Those seven, Giroux's been on it for a week, Harry. Oh, well, welcome to the party. I know I haven't done a show in a while. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> you know, if the Flyers don't play, you you don't speak. Huh? If the Flyers don't play, <laughs> you don't talk. The guys that are on the list right now are Braun Giroux, Konechny, Oscar Lindblom, uh, Scott Lawton, and Voracek. Okay. Well, Frost is on it too, but that's because he had a surgery outside the state. And are they going to be able to play on this this week? Isn't it this weekend with the Bruins? Someday, out in yeah. Ohio? Yeah. They, well, they're going to, looks like those players are going to practice either later today or tomorrow. Mm. Uh, but they can't practice with the main group because they're on, in protocol. Wow. That tells me, though, that if they're going to practice, they're probably not infected. They're just waiting for the required amount of negative tests to be able right. to get back. Right, right. Right. Because if you're infected, you're not going to practice with anybody and you're not going to be in the facility. Right. So that's pretty telling. Hmm. So we'll see. I mean, but they're supposed to play Thursday. And, you know, I, I don't know what kind of roster they're going to be able to field for the game. You have the expanded rosters in the taxi squad. It may be a bit of an, NA, an AHL roster. Against well, the, so is the this Rags an advanced on play on the opponent? For Gaetan needs to get a bet down. No, I'm right. not betting any outdoor hockey crap. No, 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 no Thursday's, Thursday. Thursday's not an outdoor game. Oh, it's not? The it's outdoor games the are Saturday and Sunday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, what, the Vegas Golden Knights against Colorado on Saturday. Yeah. And then Sunday is uh, <laughs> the Flyers and the Bruins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, maybe the Flyers. We'll see if it's the Flyers and the Bruins or if it's the Rangers and the Bruins. But um, Oh, so I, they'd I, sub a team in just to, to make the, the yeah. Tahoe thing happen? <laughs> And I believe the team they would sub in is the Rangers, from what I understand. Mm. And I had uh, Steve Mayer, who's the NHL chief content officer on Flyers Daily, he's on today. And he's the one that puts all this stuff together. Um, he's not going to give you any information on if the team's going to play. That's not his call. But talking about the venue and everything, it looks uh -huh. like it's a true ODR game, they call it, Harry. The outdoor rink. Outdoor rink. Yeah, an ODR. Nice. So it's pretty cool. That one place they looked at, Harry, is the place I want to go. Where? Banff. Oh, Banff on uh that's up in uh Alberta. Alberta. Yeah. yeah. And You've like, been there? Yeah. yeah. I yeah, heard it. That's a great up. resort place, right? Oh. Yeah, it's... we shot a uh we shot something for Hallmark up there. Oh, that's they... right. Yeah, near Calgary. Gets shot is up it near there. Calgary? South it's of not, it. Yeah. Calgary is like the, the general hub. That's where you in fly into. Yeah. So we stayed in Calgary. I was there. I was in Calgary for a couple months, weeks. right? Yes. Six weeks, maybe eight weeks total. Wow. And then you, yeah. So I stayed in Calgary, which is really nice. It's clean. It's quiet. I couldn't believe how quiet it was. And then you just go wherever they, wherever you shoot. So mm -hmm. one day, you know, you, you drive like an hour north or south or east or west, wherever you'd be in the province. And I mean, we would hit we shot for like two, three days straight. We shot up by the Rockies. Now, what time and, of year was this? So this was I got there 
in the beginning, like spring. They still have a spring up there. I got there in spring. Yeah, it's in June, Harry. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> well, January, February, March, April. I, I got there. It's June, summer's July, winter April. starts in August. Yeah, because yeah, I got there April. And I was there for the end of April. I was there a little over two months. So the mm -hmm. end of April, then June, July. But when I got there, so this was a period piece. It was a, a Native American period piece meant to be shot in the States. And when I got there, I was on promotions. I, I weaseled my way out of it right away because I realized this was going to be hell. But my job, so I, I show up and they hand me a shovel. First thing I do when I get on set, they hand me a shovel and they say, all right, you're part of promotions. All right. Just what do I do? Me and like three other dudes the size of Barrett Brooks were there, like huge, big ass dudes, teamsters <laughs> and stuff were there. And right. they had shovels as well. And I'm looking like, oh, this is not good. Thinking to myself, we had what would be probably the half of a football field that needed to be cleared off of snow. And we're out in the middle of in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of nowhere. Again, you drive 20, 30 minutes outside of Calgary, you're in the middle of nowhere. And it was meant to be in the middle of the summer, this shot that they were doing on this field. So they had to shovel out all of this snow. And I'm crazy. That, it, yeah, it was brutal. Wow. But the the area, Banff is beautiful, the Rockies, yeah. like the mountains, everything is just so much bigger than it is down here. Mm -hmm. If you ever been out to Colorado, the Rockies out West, you know how big and massive they are. You go what's, up there. What's the one near Vancouver? Whistler? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's or a big Whistler, Columbia. Well. Yeah. 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 You can be on the beach one day in Vancouver and the next day skiing at Whistler. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I, I never, I never wanted to go to Canada except, but to fish, man. I want to fish down there. That's what I want to do. Bro. Have you ever seen Banff Barrett? No. What it looks oh, like. Yeah. Here we go. Look at this. There's Shander, is. Shander and Banff. Yeah. Well, that's wow. those are the Rockies. I'll show Look you. Yeah. Unbelievable. Like Did you ever see the show Tin Star? Yeah. Off? Yeah. It's, it's from basically Banff. Tin yeah. Star. Yeah. The hell is that? It's a good show. You should check it out. What it's are they? On, what, Amazon Prime. Yeah. See that here. Yeah. He's he he's a uh, a drunk cop. Oh, okay. Well, he's trying yeah, to he's escape like and former... he goes up there with his family. This is and he ends up, Rockies, man. Yeah, it's a mess. It's a great show, Harry. I'll yeah. tell you the the just how massive it was. I um, have there you go. Yeah, Garrett. Uh, Google Banff. B A N F. Tin yeah, Star, man, you say. Yeah, Tin Star. Huh? So here here I was. This this is what I, I found. <laughs> I was able to weasel my way into doing the lighting crew. There you go. Oh, ah, yeah. There you go. Uh, Can yeah. you upload those pictures? Except these, <laughs> these, these are. Uh, did you have hair in that one picture? What? Did you, you have hair? hair? I think I did. Wow. Uh, now, we, need, we need to see that. I don't think I did. Hmm. Uh, oh, it is beautiful, man. The it is really nice. Yeah. Me and the old lady are going up there for my 50th next year. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Gear change. This huge dinosaur museum. Yeah, I did have hair. You want to see me with the hair? Oh man! Wow! Somebody in the bottom here with hair. I can't really see it. I can't <laughs> see it. Wow! Is that any better? The bottom one? Let me see. You know, you look like right there. Sandler, Adam Sandler. That oh, was you look like. He's gonna hate that. <laughs> he is. Gonna, he is gonna hate that. Side oh. 
I ended up watching a movie last night. I didn't even get the name. I didn't get the name of it. But guess who was starring in it? Your boy from Zoolander. What's his name? Ben Stiller. Owen. No, Wilson. the other guy. Owen, Owen Wilson. Wilson. Ah. Yeah. Why? Oh, is, that, is that any better? Yeah, there, I can see the you hair are there. ripped yeah. in that picture. Yeah, yeah you I'm are faked. Just totally buckled. Wow. Are you kidding me? Like, he, he just do it on set. That you should have seen him yesterday. I swear he was just ripped out of his mind. <laughs> I get a oh, text from Harry yesterday. Look, this, yesterday. This mountain was so big yeah. that we had to um, see the helicopter yeah. in the back. Yeah, I can they see had it. To, they had to fly everything up there. Wow. So we to, yeah, we had to hike all of our crap up there. But that, the that looks like you're in Arizona or something. Yeah, it does. Everything, you know, I'm it? You, everything that is shot in Canada, where it's meant to be Montana, Arizona, Florida, wherever it is. And it's it's crazy how much it looks like the states because, mm -hmm. you know, they, they've shot so much up there because it was so cheap. Yeah, Toronto, they shoot in all the time. Too. Everything now it's kind of caught up to it. it it's not as uh, cheap as stuff anymore. I get a text from Harry yesterday at 12.08. Shander is ripped. <laughs> <laughs> I, I responded with a, ah, oh, geez, yeah. always. <laughs> yeah. No, no. This was because Houston was down. I could tell oh, that there, there was a little pre-show imbibement. Maybe. He was frustrated it wasn't working. Yep. yep. And he's like, you know well, what? No, We're not being broadcast across North America. He Let's gets go. paid either way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so this, this, these are the dudes who were... Uh, who had to shovel? Oh yeah, the big guys. The yeah. yeah, the guy, the guy on your right is like Brooks size. Yeah, he looks pretty big. Oh. And the other he guy, he looked like he ripped the arms off a kid or something, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then the other guy's just jacked. So I'm sitting there in the middle, like, all right, you guys, you know, like when you're lifting something heavy and you're in the middle, like, all right, all right, you yeah. go the middle. Yeah, there it is. And I'll show you the. Uh, I was actually in this movie. As a as a native, Here native go. what? Yeah, native what? Native American? As a Native American, yeah, you in a canoe? Yeah, I, I'm in the canoe. Special? You in the Ballard or Stern? I was a special <laughs> stunts and effects guy. That's what they called you, SFX. Wow. Yep. There you have it. Wow. There you have it. Got credit and everything in that movie. Well, you can tell we're not on a Houston. Shander's breaking out his photo album. I know. I know. Jesus. Trust me. What if, the the boss is like, what the hell is going on right yeah. now? What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. There's only an hour and 35 minutes left. <laughs> What's that? You got oh, photo gonna... albums. We got another hour and thirty-five. Right, 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 well, right. I mean, what are you going to do? Are you going to do that, or are you going to break the dump and chase down again for the fifteenth yeah. time? two-one-two two split four check hair. I'll tell you, Monday night sports sucks it anymore. Does. There was nothing. I was trying to watch something before the Sixers game. There was nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm watching this show. I don't even know what the name was. It, it, it actually, um, Owen Wilson was like. He he was a homeless man, had kids, you know, and he hit he had hit like was an experiment where they were taking this drug and it would make him like have powers or I mean, it was just a crazy move. I'm like, what am I watching? You know how so, long that would have been on my TV set? As long like, as it would take me to get to the remote. <laughs> I wow. just started going on YouTube and watching why YouTube you stuff. Click right? on that though. Right. Yeah, why would you even click on that? That's a good well, I, question. I actually what? didn't. It, it was already on. Uh huh. And I looked up, and then I turned around, and started looking up stuff on my uh, my YouTube again, man. Wow. I see. I see. 
Owen Wilson. Click. I'm I'm out. And it, you know, yeah, yeah. it is just it is just I mean it, it's just funny that you guys talked about it. Then I saw it, I'm like, oh okay. Yeah, I get it now, you know. He yeah, was good in one movie. Awful. Which one? One movie I think he was good in. What? And it was um the one with Gene Hackman where he got left behind as a soldier or something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. Bat 21. He was, yeah. He was no. He was a um. He was a uh, aircraft. He, he, he was a pilot. Oh, he did. He parachute into enemy territory. No, he got shot down. Got shot, he down. Got shot down. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that was actually a good movie. I forget what I'm trying to think what it was called. Somebody on the will put it up on, on the stream. Or, behind yeah. enemy lines, Harry. Oh, okay. Behind enemy lines. Yes, it's behind a good movie. Lines. Well, that's what you do every Thursday in sports radio during the football season. You yes. bring on somebody from the other team that your team is going to play. And Let's you go behind Brad enemy lines. Right, right, right. <laughs> play by play. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Predicto put up the qu- the clip on its own Twitter account of Angry Al being an idiot. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. How about that? That's pretty funny. And Angry Al responded. <laughs> of course. He's got a bunch a gong- of views. He is on, on it, man. He is this, on it. This Mr. Is Predicto. Predicto, Mr. Yeah. Insider for the middle show. <laughs> Who knew that Houston determined anything on this show as uh, as much as it does? This no, is a mess. I, I I mean, there's nothing that honestly, there is nothing that is pressing. Like this is the problem with our business: is people come on and feel like they have to talk about something, like they must talk about something that there is something pressing when there isn't, and that's why you have. The you know other shows that are on right now asking you who your favorite athlete is of this or why mm-hmm. you're and you know that's why conversations originated with and I'll blame him because he deserves blame because people like Angelo years ago as you know Jay decades ago were nervous that nobody would call their show right. so they had to create this well let's who's your all time foursome. Or something yeah, like yeah. that. That's why the whole make sure you have something to talk about. Like I've right, produced yeah. Big Daddy for years, and he would always yell at me, "Make sure that they have something to talk about." Yeah, but yeah. The, th- the crazy thing is, is Angelo only takes like four phone calls in a four-hour show anyway. He just leaves everybody on hold for four hours. Yeah, yeah. Ah! Well, his, his big thing. And look, I worked in management there for eleven years. Uh, his big thing. He was always on promotions to have prizes i gotta have prizes right right, right. get you on the wheel <laughs> right, right. yeah right. but he, well that's but why that to... that webster cindy webster was like his oh, his yeah. right hand person well, she was amazing no, she'd she be terror she plucking her eyebrows out just going she was a she prize. was a machine oh yeah i've never seen yeah. anybody work harder that's that a promotions problem. director and remember what we what we used to have to deal with oh mm. my god you get a bumper sticker Oh my God. That's for a promo. We got a bumper sticker. Yeah. Um, no, but he would use that to drive calls. That's right. how I get people to hang on. Yeah, calls that he wouldn't take. Yes. Right. Or, or when he did, it was, you know, three seconds. The guy, well, let me tell you about, ah, ah, you know, and, and just cut him off. Right. Right. He, he He's a guy like JDB, like the yeah. Bella, that couldn't go more than three seconds without making a noise. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah, something is emoting. He's emoting some sort mm-hmm. of sound. Yeah, every three seconds. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, you, so you feel like you're working? I have no that's problem right? not emoting sound. Oh, no question. No, I question. could go quiet for days. Oh, when I worked with Anthony, I'd go segments without saying anything. <laughs> right. Wow. 
that comes with the territory. But you know, you know, yeah, when I did, it just got I just got cut off anyway. <laughs> what was that? Right. Hey, Tom, you know who made that famous on television? Lucille Maybe. Ball. Go back and watch. I love Lucy. Uh -huh. she, would have, she, she would always have these like random noises she would make. And it would almost serve as like the ending of a of a segment and the ending of a, you know, she'd be like, Rah. and then and then you watch it. Kramer does it in, on Seinfeld as well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like these little things. But she did it like Lucille Ball did. It. I never noticed noticed oh, that. Yeah. So, she was yeah. a physical comedian, though. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's right. on a on a visual that was big form. back in the day. Yeah, physical comedy. Well, I mean, look at look at the Honeymooners and Jackie Gleason. The same thing. Yeah, he didn't have to to talk. And then when you got to the Sopranos, Tony Soprano was the same thing. He could breathe mm -hmm. a certain way. You just hear the way he breathed out of his nose, and you were like, right. "Oh boy, yeah." You, look, look at that, and you got to feel a vibe from it. Look, John Sutton said he wants something once in ninety seven point five. He didn't even go pick it up. <laughs> so well, why would you? The pen doesn't work. Trust what did he win? I want to know what he won. Yeah, what'd you uh, win? <laughs> what did you win? Wow. Studio sit-in with the show that's no right. longer in existence. <laughs> that would be my guess. But, but you, in radio, I mean, look, I did. I've been. I did radio for twenty six years. You're still doing it. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah well, you're no, still doing it. it. You're I'm stuck not in this godforsaken really. business. You well, I don't know how out. to do anything else. Let's yeah. just be honest here. But there's all at every radio station you have your prize pigs. Right. Or Robbie called them the prize pegs. Pegs. Yeah, they're and the people you, that would call all the time for a yeah, prize. And, yeah. and they just called for they were like professional prize winners. And you could literally give away a steaming bag of you know what. Yep. And they would come and pick it up. Yep. What? At one yep. of the radio oh, yeah. stations I worked at, we had carpet oh, yeah. on the walls that was there for like probably 30 years. It was just disgusting back when people used to smoke in the studio. It was gross. And we tore it all out and we put it on the front porch of the radio station and we gave it away. No. And some dude came and picked it up. Ah, yeah. I'm telling you, there is 1 800 got it. junk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it was 1 800 prize peg. Yeah. Well, think about it. It's the same principle where if you're walking around, whatever it may be, the supermarket, the Costco, right? And you see the free samples, mm -hmm. you don't want a piece of breaded chicken or whatever the hell is in that plastic cup. But no. you walk by it and you think, well, I'll take it. Why not? And you go in there and it's, you know, oh, yeah, sure, I'll try one. And then, you know, you walk around and then you go back a little later. Oh, uh, what are these? Uh, well, what would you call it? Like, expecting yeah, that person to not remember yeah. you. I wonder, yeah, do they right. ever buy the stuff? You know what? Do they taste no. it? Do they ever buy no. the stuff? No. Yeah, you always got the bourbon chicken. Yeah. Yes. I, pre I preferred the, the free samples at the liquor store when they used to do that. When you walk in the door and there's there's some woman there with a couple of plastic cups filled with something. Yeah, some you, hot take, there selling take a little there. sample. Yeah. Hey, yeah. the, the ultimate when the ultimate was when you used to go to the double tree. Like when, when I played for the Eagles, we stayed at the double tree the night before the game. Right on Broad and, Street. Yeah, right on yeah. Broad Street. So as soon as you walk in, you get your key and they'd hand you one of those those warm cookies, oatmeal oh, yeah. chocolate chip cookies. Amazing. It was amazing, man. <laughs> I I would I, I I just wanted to get there just to get the cookies. Yeah. It was amazing, man. Yeah, now who were the like, I didn't check in yet. Can I get a I gotta get my key? <laughs> right. Get now, cookie. now who were the players that went up to their room and smoked first before they ate the cookie? Well, the oh. cookie was in the room, right? We had yeah, we had we had no no the, you had to get the cookie when you got the key. That way you knew it was warm. Right, right. No, but uh I mean yeah, Kirk Avea. Oh my goodness, man. Kirk Avea, man, I he smoked at halftime. He'd no, I'm talking in. about weed. They'd smoke <laughs> weed. He'd smoke weed at halftime? 
no, not at halftime. Oh. Talking about like you know, like especially during camp because my first camp we were in Westchester mm-hmm. and we're in these dorms in Westchester. Schmidt Hall. <laughs> Bruh, you can smell it going down the aisle, um, the hallway. And and, and, and Ray would come up, come, come on now, Kurt. You, you, you ain't even kissing me. You can at least kiss me. He said, what are you talking about, Ray? You can kiss me before you me. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, that was pre-Lehigh. You, you smell this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah this, right. is, this is the last time we were in Westchester. Okay. And the whole room, I mean, the whole uh, hallway would smell like it. The whole hallway. Yeah. Bernard Williams. The whole hallway smelled like it. I mean, I had like the guys I had, Charlie Garner, all those guys. I mean, you, it was a different vibe back in those days. I mean, they did like like uh Zordich, Michael Zordich. Yeah. You don't tell I'm me scared. Michael Michael Zordich. When was Michael Zordich ever, you know, a guy that you know you couldn't look at him and see he wasn't cool, man. You know what I'm saying? He's one of the cool guys. I always yeah. had him a, a Schlitz malt liquor or something. You know what I'm saying? He was one of those type of guys. Hanging out at the Rat in Westchester. Right, <laughs> right, right. You know. Now, I mean, John it, Shelton says it was a case of Labatt Blue, the hockey beer. He never came and picked that up. No. Oh, that's dude, a I bad job. Probably, probably took that home. home. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, my fridge. That's a good beer. Is it? It's been here for years. I I used to do one of those Monday show with uh, two Eagles every other week. One week it was Sheldon Brown. The next week would be Quentin Michael back and forth every other week. One of those radio shows. Yeah. Out of Kaminsky's in Jersey. And both of them couldn't make it one week. So they got a Sante Samuel to come out. Oh, (laughs) this dude. Fun. This dude was like Shander on a spree. (laughs) He came in and he was Buckle, <laughs> and he just—he couldn't even answer the questions I'm asking him. He yeah. just hiding stuff, and he was crippled. We got to catch him on the right day. That man. dude had that kind. When we were down in Miami, I—I I ran into him. He was—he uh, was hanging with Rodney, and uh, was oh. bumped into Asante man. And it, he just hearing stories like. He's exactly what you would expect up in totally laid back, dude. Yeah, but like he never buckled. He was one of those rare dudes who never buckled to Bill, like Belichick. Uh That's you know, and and Uh even Rodney would be like, "Man, you crazy dude!" You know, no crazy ass. He would tell me like, "It's crazy." He's grabbing me like this crazy. Rodney's like Anthony, you're grabbing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this crazy guy. Yes, Belichick yelling and screaming, and this dude just looking up, be like, "You can't tell me bleep." And I was like, I'm like, whoa, because you know, you don't expect anybody. Yeah, to certain that. certain guys are like that, right? Wow. Guys yeah, are but, like that, but that was the thing, though. Barrett is like, he didn't have that year yet, and then right. he had that year, and then it was like, ah, right, you can't tell me anything, right? <laughs> right. Telling Bill Belichick, hey, shut the bleep up. Wasn't he the one when he was here saying that uh, they were playing fantasy football yes. up in the front office? Yes. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yep. That's classic. So his only time I ever had a chance to to really sit and chill with him. He he's a cool dude. I'll tell you that. He's very you chill, know, laid back. UCF and, guy, I think. Didn't he go to UCF? Yeah. Yeah. Another guy that was like that, man. Who was that DB that they got from Washington, man? And um what was his name? Um oh my goodness. From uh, the Red the, from the old Redskins? No, the from from up in um or University Seattle, of Washington. Seattle. Seattle, the, you oh, know, um, Maxwell, Byron Maxwell. Oh, Byron Maxwell was one of those guys, man. I mean, he was one of those guys also. Bro. I mean, the first game he comes in, you know, he decides to be kind of first game he comes in, and Julio Jones rips him for like 140, 135, mm-hmm. 140 yards. <laughs> and they come in there interviewing him. He said, oh, 
and he said, "Yeah, he had a hundred and hundred and thirty-five." I said, "What? Well, damn, he did." <laughs> yeah, like, I remember that. Know. <laughs> damn, you did. They were like, "Come that. on, man, what are you talking about, man?" And then everybody thought Kiko Alonso was going to be this beast. Yeah. He made that one interception play and was nothing after that. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Ended up in Miami. No, he might wow. be back here. <laughs> Wow. All right. What do you think about this uh, latest report? And I put that in air quotes. Albert Breer. No, this is uh, football. Oh, Albert Breer said on the herd uh, says that the Bears are the front runner for Wentz and they have pushed harder than the Colts to try to trade for him. Nope, I don't believe it. He believes the Bears want to know that Carson wants to be there before trading for him. That's the latest wrinkle. Yeah. And, Too many and, variables over there. But there lots of problem right there. Foles. I don't so, buy it. So it's gonna put it's gonna put a wrench in that whole trade going down because number one, they're gonna want to know that he's gonna be totally invested in mm-hmm. becoming a bear and that he doesn't just want to push himself to be a colt. That's number one. Hmm. Then number two, the fact that Foles is still there. And and, and, and the, probably the biggest thing when I talk about, but uh but you know, his old coach is there who he hated. But he, he maximizes playing potential, but he hated him, man. So yeah. they, why are we even believing this? Like uh, that's that's what I don't get is why why do you believe it? Well, some people bought into a fake tweet last night that uh, the Bears had traded for Wentz for Foles, a first round pick in twenty twenty one, and a fifth rounder. Yeah, and there's you some saw there were some yeah. important people that yeah. actually <laughs> believed it for a, for a little while. Jesus. I, I, I sent it to you. I put it on the on the text yeah. line, and I was like, "But look at the name. Look right. at the name." Yeah. I said, "Once you see the name, man." But- yeah, Barry McCockiner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I okay. that I Noted NFL source. Yeah, yeah. I already muted that account like last year or so. Yeah. Thank. But that was that was great though. That was a great. I, I said the name in itself, man. Right. That was great, yeah. man. But then yeah. turn around, and they even had they had everything. You know, they, they even had the jersey on them with him throwing the ball and everything. I said, uh-huh. this is a, yeah, this is a great. He actually job. looked good in that jersey, right? Yeah. <laughs> Look, Chicago. I, I hate to break it to you guys, but Chicago is is not involved. No, not involved. I, I I don't think base. No, here's the thing. It doesn't matter if it's people here, if it's people in Chicago. They won't even go as far as to say. There is anything tangible. This this has all been played for Indianapolis. Frank Reich and the Colts know that Carson will come and play there. They mm-hmm. know that nobody else wants to put up with his crap, including John D. Filippo. There's only one destination where he can go, and the Colts are basically fighting right now to give up a second and like a fourth. As I thought it was two twos. Well, that's what I'm saying. No, the Colts are fighting to not give up two twos, and the Eagles are fighting to get two twos. That, yes. That's what this has come down to. This is the they are not making this trade, guys, because they are fighting over a back end part of it, mm-hmm. a small variable over it. whether or not the the second piece is a third that turns into a two or a fourth next that year. turns into exactly that's next what they're year, fighting yes. over. There's so no conditional Chicago, draft, Denver, yes. any of this other crap. Nobody wants to put up with Carson Wentz's shit. Nobody does except Frank Wright. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. That's it. And, and I don't even I don't even know that he's really clamoring for it either. He's not clamoring. You're right. right Nobody's right. kicking the door down for Carson Wentz. Isn't that well, amazing? Well, no, I mean, if you look at it, there's only a few coaches that I say could get through to Wentz and make Wentz and maximize his player potential. You know, I think if he went to the 49ers, Shanahan can get him to maximize his potential. He could go there. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, you know, I really can't see. Even if you you guys were talking about him going down to um going down to to the Carolina, Panthers, I don't I don't think that they could. I don't think yeah. that I think that he would still think he's the smartest guy in the room. He has to have somebody that that you know is really an almost an offensive savant yeah. to get him to really. Be quiet, sit down, focus, and listen to what they're going to do. Shanahan would rather coach. have Cousins than Wentz. Oh, there's no right. question. Yeah. No question. There's no question. Yeah. But, I mean, that's I mean, that's the reality of the situation is Carson is trying his best. Well, he wants – we don't know this for sure, but I think he wants to get to the Colts. But if he can't go to the Colts, I think he'd rather just stay. Why wouldn't he? I mean, there's going somewhere else. He doesn't want to stay. Yeah, He'd rather be in Siberia. Right. No, I, I don't think so. I think he just wants to go to the Colts. If he doesn't go to the Colts, I think that he would rather stay. That's what I'm really. Thinking. Yeah, I mean, I, I it's not a bad know. situation for him right now. It's yeah, not it's a bad situation, situation at all. Situation here, they Nobody's know he's untenable. It's they untenable. know who he is. Hold on. They know who he is. They know what he's going to do. They know what he's going to be, and he's got them already to accept it. So why did you think that you know why would he want to go somewhere else? We have to reestablish what he already is. He already established that here. And they've taken it and embraced it. So why would you want it? If you can't go to someone he knows, like the Colts, somebody that can deal with it, then I just stay here. I, I It's like the wife that you already know. The grass ain't always greener somewhere else. He knows the grass here. You okay, know what I'm saying? You, you have to factor in. If you're going to use that analogy, that you have to factor in a variable, which is you're also going through a divorce process. Like the Eagles are physically trying to bro. trade this man. Yeah. Yes, right separation is. It's a difference. Well, right, and you can't fall in love again with the same person. You can't, no. but the but the bottom line is you can is, still live with them, but that doesn't mean you fall in love with them again. Not after they flirted room. with every quarterback in the NFL. Exactly. But but you 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 have situations where you have a roommate there. You may be co-parenting, and I think that's the situation. They understand Carson Wentz is not going to ruffle anybody's feathers. He's going to go on being right. that guy that doesn't talk to people because then he's not that guy. Why are they guy. trying to trade him if that's the case? Well, they're trying to trade him because they're trying to see if they can get some worth out of him, and then they would let him go. But if they don't get um, fair market value for him, they're not going to do it. Too. That's not how you treat somebody <laughs> who you thought was your franchise quarterback. Now, Barrett, yeah. You're trying to have this big fat cake and then eat it too. Yeah, I mean, that's yes. not how you can't. You sound like Howie Roseman. Yeah, you no, 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 like no, no. You're speaking for the Eagles front office. Yeah. What I'm doing is, what I'm doing him, is, so now we love him, right? Yeah. What I'm doing is giving you guys a real sense on what it is to be an NFL player. Wait, wait. Is that At the end of the Howie, day, let's put yourself in this position here. But, if right, a team goes exactly. out and is trying to trade you all off season, yeah. But wait a second. Can't. I get that. It's but it's not a, a same comparison because a franchise quarterback is treated differently than any other player on the yeah, roster. Exactly. Okay. And I'm no disrespect to Barrett when he played, but even a starting left tackle isn't viewed the same way if you have a franchise Absolutely. quarterback. You don't Absolutely. flirt with trading a franchise quarterback and then and then all of a sudden say, Oh, we couldn't get what we wanted for you, so we'll take you back. You know, we can live together until the kids are all out of the house and then we're getting divorced. Right, yep. that's basically what you're doing. And I'm getting myself a young Philly, and I'll right. be good. Right. <laughs> at the joke. end of the day, they totally the, screwed this right. all at the, up. At the end of the day, they did screw it up, but yeah. they know Carson Wentz will come in and be the same old, you know, socially challenged guy in the locker room. But once he goes out and throw, 
I mean, has three games and he throws 300, 350 yards in each game. It'll be kumbaya. I love you. you what know happens what if he doesn't? Yeah, yeah. What happens yeah. if he has three he holds games on to in the row where he has three right. picks? What happens if he does exactly what he did last year? He yeah. can't win. At least on tape. Then no he, that, what? He will he be. He will be a. $33.8 million paperweight sitting on the bench. Wow. Which would be worse than giving him up for a second and fourth. I agree. They're not going to do that. You guys are thinking like you guys are making too much sense. That's the problem. You guys make too much damn sense. Right. You're thinking about money. There is no sense when it comes to money. You're talking about Jeffrey Lurie having to suck up $33.8 million. He's not doing it. He's already paid a lot of that. Yeah, I'm not. Telling, I'm not talking. About, it's not the money that he's paid. I'm talking about the compensation of having something a player in to take that money. Uh, that 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 that. But that's dead money that's there. Money. It's not new. It's already money allocated. So right, but it's paying it's that budget. You're not. Saying. You're not. Listen, it's the dead money. That means there's no player that's yeah. occupying that thirty-three point eight million right. dollars. Not. But let's not present it like it's new money. I'm not because presenting that's, it like it's new money. He's I, I already cut that check. He's yes. already paying for that money. So yes. now it's a matter of do you want – you predict the scenarios, and the only two scenarios are he comes out and he plays exceptionally well, or he comes out and you're right back to benching him for Hurts or whoever's there. But do you really think Carson, the competitor he is, is going to go out and lay an egg like he did last year? Yes, the NFL is possible. I don't think, I don't think so, but that's why I wouldn't trade him. It's possible. But but there's so much behind the scenes and resentment with this team and him that you just can't move forward. It's just it's too much of a distraction. You guys Let's get keep it back saying, to Seth Curry. You can't. You, you guys. <laughs> you guys. You guys keep saying that they can't do it. They are going to do it because they're not going to get fair market value for Carson. What's fair market value? But whatever they feel as though it is, we're talking about Harry Roseman and Jeffrey Lurie. I don't but know how he was a genius. Value. Yeah, but hold on a second. How can you say they're not going to get it if you don't know what it is? Because if they could have got it, they'd had it already. They're between what? Based off the fact they're trying to get rid of them, and they've offered um, whatever. Here's an opportunity to come get Carson, and he's still here. Okay, but hold on a second. What what I think is happening is we have to define not trading him specifically as not trading him not because they can't trade him, meaning if they came out and asked for a first-round pick, then they've set their own unrealistic standards of a market value. Ah, da, da. But, but yeah. if, they're, if, if a team is waiting to give up a second-round pick and the Eagles themselves think, well, we can get the first, we can get the first, then until they're you can't get the first until they can't get the first, right? Yeah. Then they go back and they get the second. So it's not like they won't definitively it just means right now they're still ignorantly holding off for something that they know or I guess ignorantly defined. Because they can. There's exactly. still 28 days or whatever until the yeah, deadline. Absolutely. And, and here's, the, here's the deal, too. You, you got to realize this is the, the, the value in this deal for the Eagles. Yeah, you're going to try and get everything you can. But the real value here is that he's not here. <laughs> yeah. That's the value is that you're also, while you have the, the dead cap hit for the season, you also aren't on the hook for the ninety million going forward. Right, right. that's the value of the deal. And you and can move on with who, whomever else oh. is the next guy. How many exactly? Times? And you can move forward finally right. without all this acrimony and right. distraction. Because we all know that in the NFL, you cannot have success with this kind of 
untenable situation that's going on. You right. can't. It well, just doesn't work. We're, see, we are not we are not thinking about a player like Tim Tebow, who caught lightning in a bottle one year mm-hmm. and got his team to the playoff. He got that Bronco team to the playoff. We're not talking about Tim Tebow type of talent. We're talking about a guy who has done it for three and a half, four years, but had an off year last year, a COVID year. I mean, there's so many excuses you can have if you're a Carson apologist. I get it, but I'm not saying that. What we're talking about is a team. Who, who thinks of themselves as the gold standard, who will look like an absolute nut and fool if they let him go for peanuts. Which Jeffrey Lurie is not happy. But you keep saying that. But I don't know what peanuts okay, is. Okay, but but I've given you re- like two twos, a two and a three that can turn into yeah. a two. That's a realistic. I am not Howie Roseman. But, but it's not real. Evidently, it's not realistic because they did it. But here's something else. That's Evidently, the rest of their league doesn't really think he's all that great either nah, because nah, they're nah. not getting any of these great offers. Nah, nah, nah. They're not even getting a first-round pick for him. You're absolutely right. right. So that's why I said there's a real possibility that Carson ends up back here. But how many times have you seen a guy get a deal and then plays under expectations and they have to sit there and eat it and have him sit on a team? Now, I know it's different because it's a quarterback, but I've seen too many times the money will make a front office – Reflect more of a player than 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 what the player really is. Okay, so and I think they value saying, Carson a lot better than what people are offering. So you're saying that from an optics standpoint, the Eagles would look better by paying Carson Wentz thirty plus million dollars to sit on the sidelines as opposed to trade him for a second and third round, and absolutely exhaust every means of seeing if he's the player that they paid this money for. Okay, yes. So that's that's what you're saying which is the Eagles would look better paying Carson Wentz all that money to sit on the sidelines no, 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 as, be a as opposed no, no, to no, 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 no. him this offseason for a second and something less than a second, like a it's third a, or a fourth. They want to make sure that they exhaust. Hold on. every me- Let me finish. I'm just asking exhaust- you a yes or no question. You're on it's trial no, here. There's no You're yes or no. There is no yes or no. They would rather make sure that they exhaust every means of making sure that Carson is the quarterback that they saw last year as opposed to Carson being the quarterback that they saw in 2017. They want to make sure of that because I'm telling you right now, they think that last year was an anomaly. So what you're saying yes, they want is to get rid of him, but no, they're not going to take just anything for him. We need to and, play some commercials. Well, that's that's seriously. I, I got to take a week. Sure I, I got what you're saying. You're saying <laughs> the Eagles would look better. With Carson Wentz back here and then benched. You can say me. I mean, you're talking about me. No, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about how front offices think. <laughs> so, but that, that's what I'm saying. You think yes. the front office thinks that they would rather, that they would look, that Howie Roseman and, and Lurie would look better with Carson on the bench being paid $30 million than rather give up, Then rather give okay. up a second in a fourth round or a okay. second and a fifth you know round. You know you're crazy, right? You know you're Absolutely. crazy. Absolutely. Owen Buck says, I've heard it enough. I'm just, <laughs> I just want to make sure that you at least realize that you're crazy. No. Break. It's not crazy. It's not crazy. You're out of your mind, crazy. Oh, what it is, my God. What it is is a 12-year <laughs> NFL experience that I lived. And we're, and we're not the Jimmy right Hendrix now. experience. <laughs> Yeah, Castle's exactly made a right. second, huh? Exactly <laughs> right. Look, I'll I'll just wait. I'll sit. I'm in a purple we'll in this argument. Spots. I'll sit and I'll wait for you to find me the example of the guy who had a career year like like Carson did last year, and then come back 
and play anywhere near baseline. Because at that point, I'll at least concede that it's worth bringing him back. But I, I don't know, Barrett. I don't think you're going to find that year. I don't think you're going to find the Mark Rippon or, you know, and the just like, Manning and, year. And just, and just like you said, and just like you said, and everybody else in, this, in, the, in the city said, that he'd be traded two and a half Fridays ago. Not, Not me. Fridays ago. Yeah, that's, report, that's just how he rose been creating a market. I don't believe that for a minute. When the report yeah. came out, he, right. he was going to get traded. I kept saying what? No, he's not going to be traded right now. He's not yeah. going to be traded. No. no, I kept saying I, right I, now. Yeah. You're moving the goalposts. You you said not at all, oh, not geez. right. Yeah. I'm <laughs> saying that 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 Howie was creating a market that didn't necessarily exactly. exist. Yeah, that's what was going on. All right, all right. All right. You want me to dig? Still trying heels? to drum up a market. All right, this is what's being right. offered. Yeah, this is what you want me to do. You want me to deal, dig my heels into the uh into the dirt. And yes, Carson will be an eagle next year. Okay. There it is. Okay. There it is. Finally, we've He'll got some resolution. Back. And ninety-one Sixers said, "Let's get it back to Dave Coulier." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ought to know. <laughs> Isn't it ironic? <laughs> oh oh God. Ugh. Watch yeah. what I tell you, man. Watch what I tell you. I've seen it happen too many times, but I've seen it happen before. We got him to say it eight times. Over and over yeah. again. He's yeah. in. You know, he I said mean, it. But there's so many examples of it oh, the opposite happening, too. That's what I don't understand. Like of a young you keep saying of a young player or of a young player who played that bad after being playing at an MVP level and I, but, then playing playing you never mid range around 10, 10, 11, um, you know. As far as best quarterbacks in the league, 10 11 as far as the quarterback ranking uh for two years. Whose rankings are up, these? I'm talking about Albert Breers. Yeah, so you come say, on. So you, you say these numbers out, these rankings, these all right. Let me do this. Let me do it. Let me do it so you understand. Whose rankings are these? Carson Not played at an MVP right? level in 2017. <laughs> right or wrong? Yes. In 18 and 19. <laughs> Played in the play. Well, he he made it. He brought his team to the playoffs. Eighteen and nineteen. Mm, played. Foles played better than Carson oh. did. So and last year also, the no. last four games he didn't get him to the playoffs. Look, he, Carson Wentz was hurt. Not You're talking last, about the year after 19, he won the Super Bowl. In 19, oh yeah, oh eighteen. Okay, eighteen. Yeah, yeah eighteen was Foles. And he remember, Car- Carson was still playing hurt, and that was exactly okay. He but had he the still, back issue. Right. He still yeah. he still played. I might have heard about that. Then nineteen. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Martinez broke it. Yes, not not his back. No, he didn't break his back. How dare you break that story without everybody? Who's your source, Cuz? Yeah, (laughs) how he's texting Anthony. Yeah, this is BS. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'll tell you. You know the the numbers where it jumped out. The difference for Carson Wentz was twofold this year, and I don't know how teams look at this and think both are going to be fixable because of how long he held on to the ball, but interceptions and sacks, that was the biggest diff. That was the humongous jump right there. Do you have that? Let's, let's pick up Derek Carr. And again, it, there's a difference. Whenever you look at somebody on the field, on the court, on the ice, I understand that, but you don't have a, a departure. You know who Derek Carr is. Derek Carr is going to get you 25 touchdowns, eight interceptions, and that's pretty much it. And that's really where you are with Derek Carr. Carson Wentz could kill you. 
Like Carson Wentz could could physically come in and end your existence as a general manager or head coach. That's a scary thought for me, man. Absolutely, but if you think if you really look at the whole entire situation, Carson Wentz lost faith in the coaching staff that was there. He lost faith in Doug's ability to call an offense that was more conducive to him. He saw him call offenses that catered to the other guys' um, their, their, their abilities. But he said, you don't know how to call plays. So what does he do? Carson goes out at freestyles. Mm. And in the midst of him freestyling, trying to play hero ball, that's what the pro- that was the product of him doing that. You ever so, hear somebody you- rap who can't freestyle? It's not It's not a good sound. It's bad. Exactly. It's a terrible sound to your ear. So what do you do? Do you blame the person who should have prevented them from this, freestyling this- in the beginning? Or do you blame the person who is actually freestyling? It's already been done. They alleviated the person that Carson wanted out of the organization. All right, he's gone now. If he comes in and trusts this new quarterback, I mean, this new uh, uh, this new coach, and he oh, runs man. the offense the way it's supposed to be run instead of playing hero ball, you he'll sound have like Howie, instant bro. success. I'm going to start calling no, you. I Howie. sound like somebody that's been in the NFL no, that understands what it is to be an NFL. You'll sound like Howie after they can't make a deal and the deadline comes. Then that's coming out. Yeah. That's, That's what's true. coming out. I'm just but, letting you know. Wait a second. You keep falling back on your experience, which I, I recognize and value. But in this particular case, I'm asking you to point to somebody in the NFL that's done this. And you nobody has. Like, I, I think in this particular case, this one example, it doesn't matter where anybody has been, what, what we just don't have in front of us. Like, there isn't a player you can point to that you played with or played against that was this bad and bounced back simply because they wanted to be there or they want nobody has played as poorly as Carson did last year and then bounced back in general in the game. So I don't know where we can look at anything from Carson in his own DNA or history and feel comfortable about, well, he'll now start paying attention or now he'll start coming back into this thing. We just, we haven't seen it both in the NFL and in Carson specifically. Okay. Then and now you're talking about this. The people that you did you brought up in we this whole situation. We've lost 10 seconds of stations down the line that can identify themselves. <laughs> go take a break, man. You know I'm going to go take a squirt. I'll be oh, back. Oh, God. But the people that you're talking about. Outside, old, too, man. Harry. Yeah, yeah, outside. Go ahead. I want to hear the garage door go You might hear the garage door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Now, how old were the individuals you talked about that you gave these specific examples? They Older retired the next year, right? Which, they retired what, the next year, right? What? Yeah, which makes so it even totally worse. For question. Which it's, makes, it's a totally different mindset. Then it's a totally different. It's a totally different age you don't group. Have anybody as young as Carson hurts your cause. Nobody this young has ever played this poorly. Nobody. So then, when I turn around and I and and and, and I and I, I give you legitimate reasons on why it happened, I become a Carson apologist. But when I tell you. When I tell you, when, which one of those guys you just talked about that that experienced, you know, that drop off played in a major pandemic? Which one of them played with an offensive line that only had one starter start the entire year? Yeah, but the pan- you can't use the pandemic. Seriously, the pandemic, that's on him for not studying enough during the during the summer. I, you see, that's what I'm saying. I, that's his problem. I'm okay. just saying, yes, but he thought that he was – the best thing since slight bread. He was going to play the team out of it. And he finally realized I couldn't do it by then. It was too late. Yeah. So I think the problem that we have is this, like 
I think we're in agreement up until right there at the end where you've already assumed that Carson Wentz has learned from this and, and I can't get there because there isn't anything that would point to or indicate in his own DNA or history that he's learned from anything, including the benching. So yeah, that, that's where I think we disagree. It's, I know, kind I mean, of a, it's kind of a similar situation to Ben Simmons shooting jump shots. Yes, uh, it is. You're right. You're right. It's kind of similar. If you if you bring, you can't say that. Like, what gives I, anybody any indication that he's ever going to do that? Well, but then I'll come with this. Why does he want to do that when he's already, uh, he's already voted, you know, as to an All Star team? He's mm-hmm. always voted to an All Star. Why would he want to change? Carson, on the other hand, is coming from a totally different vantage point because he stunk the place up. Why would he want to be this bad? Because to your point, they've already <laughs> removed once again. For the fifth the straight perceived year. problem. Yes. Yeah. They keep removing people in that building who are perceived problems for Carson Wentz. And they keep replacing them with new people. So to me, if I look at that from a thousand miles above, that to me is not somebody who is in a position to learn from their mistakes. That's somebody who further is enabled. And will continue to make mistakes because there's nobody who's going to call him on it. Nick Sirianni. We need to play commercials. I don't. I I, I don't. I just don't believe so. I mean, because I don't think this is like a Johnny Manziel type of predicament. You know what I'm saying? So Nick Sirianni is going to come in and fix Carson Wentz. How bad was Manziel in that stupid league that he played in over the weekend? When was this on? It was Saturday or Sunday. I I don't remember which day. I didn't even know it started. Yeah, Yeah, he was awful. I, I didn't watch it. I just read about oh, it. Oh, highlights, yeah. I saw yeah. Well, what channel is it on? I don't. What channel was it on, Barrett? Do you know? Was it streamed or something? I, I just, I just saw a, a couple of clips here and there on it. You know, and he looks. It, it's he, he should. He, I don't even know why he's in that league, man. I, mean, I just leave football alone if I was him. Football. <laughs> well, I, I don't understand where this thing even is and how you can consume it. Anything like that? I mean, do we so, have? Uh, it? So in the same way, all right. So, so, so let me ask you guys Twitch. this. What? Let me ask you guys this. So let me ask you guys this. So yeah. when Carson wins, if he gets traded and he goes to another team, you think he's going to consistently play the way he played last year? Today? That's what you're saying. Come, come back up every time you. That's what you back, I can barely so you, hear you. All right. So you're saying even if Carson Wentz gets traded. He's going to play exactly the way he played this year for no, the rest of his career. I, no, but I, I can't so tell that's, you. That you just was... made that example. You saying that you saying that he there's no way that he can come and play better than he played last year. That's what you you're saying that to me. I'm saying is that history shows nobody has played as poorly as Carson did last year and has come back to anywhere near the baseline, like the actual middle ground if you will maybe a better example so that's what so i said you say he'll never play it. 19 like i i don't i think right now based on history there is nothing that would indicate that carson wentz could get back to 18 or 19 forget 17 even with the colts not a that's not my problem at that point no 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 just like you said i want a yes or no answer even when even if he goes to the colts and he's there with his old coach you're saying he won't be better but what does that have to do with the Eagles trading him? Because that coach isn't here in Philadelphia. No, but we're, we're talking about Carson Wentz's performance. Because if he doesn't get traded, which I'm saying he doesn't get traded, right? 
that he's going to play like he played uh, in 2020. And I'm saying you're. I'm, I'm asking you, even if he get if he if he does get traded, will he play that way for the Colts? Wait a second, I'm confused. Don't be confused. Just answer the question. Do you think if he I gets traded for something that doesn't make sense to me? That I doesn't make sense. All right. How how does playing for Frank Reich? How does that equate? whether or not Carson Wentz will be as bad as he was last year for the Eagles. We're talking about a different staff, a different No, team. we're talking about Carson. We'll be talking about Carson Wentz and his ability to play at a high level again. That's what I'm talking about. What, That's 18 what you're talking or about. 19? All right, if he plays at 18 or 19, yes. I'm saying he's going to stay. So I'm saying he has the ability to get better. You're saying he has no ability whatsoever to get better. So I'm, I'm, saying asking, his, I'm saying that with history in front of us, the NFL – the league has told us that you don't play as poorly as Carson did and get back to your best or you get back to even the middle of the road. So that is that's what it tells us right now. That's what the league and the history of the league tells us. So, so let me so, wanna, so let me say it now. So let me say it so you understand now. All right, he gets traded today. Right. And he For, goes to, to Indianapolis. Colts. Yes, right. and he goes to the Colts. He's now will he with, be better at Indy than he will be here. Probably. That's the question. Yeah, probably. Which again is why so you that's, you're, you're, you're not. You're, so, but see, you're not. You, you asked me a question, I answered it. Yes, he'll be better in Indianapolis than so, he will be here. He doesn't like the answer. Which is why. No, no, no. no it's not I like the answer. So, but it, it, it's, it's countering what you're saying. It's counterintuitive to what you're saying about Carson Wentz. You saying he can't get better. You say he's totally broke forever. But if he gets traded, he's going to be fixed. That's what you're saying. I mean, no, he's going to be fixed now. See, here's the thing. You are defining these terms for me. What I'm saying right now is simple. Okay, I'll simplify it as, as easy as possible for you. If he goes to another team, he's out of Philadelphia, and therefore all of this crap that either he generates or surrounds him, no matter where it gener originates from, is gone, and he would play better. If he stays here... He's still dealing with all of the same circumstances that surround him, again, either his own doing or the team's doing, that are going to cause him to play bad. It's tight. It's just being tight. So it's a change of scenery situation. It's, it's as simple as that. Now, even yeah. still, but I don't think Carson Wentz is a sold, top quarterback in Indianapolis. Understand. So you just said that. But what does that have to do with you, – you're talking about the examples that you gave, the history what that you example? gave. You said that the guys that played as bad as they played, they 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 did they never played any better after that. You're saying history has said that, right? Nobody has taken this precipit nobody has taken this level of drop as young as Carson Wentz is in the history of the NFL. Nobody. There there isn't any come back from it. Nobody and come, and come back from it. Right. So how Easily does it how's out of the league the next year? All right. So how so how are you saying if Carson goes somewhere else that he does have that ability? And you can't just change the variables. Either what, he what can variable? come and play, either he can come play and get back to that level where he can't. And you're saying he can't. What level? It, Last year's level, 2018 yes. level? Like well, you if he plays like he did in 2019 or whatever the year was before this past season, 2019, okay, he's a top 18, 19 quarterback in the NFL to me. Like he's he's second to mid, middle, bottom, second tier quarterback to me. Like that's that's the ceiling for me. That's that's what I would be willing to risk giving up trading, knowing that he couldn't get to that here. And 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 again. How can you, and I'll fall back on what you say, how can you, as somebody who played in the NFL, 
begin to sell me that where you play doesn't matter and who's around you doesn't matter because clearly that's a variable that should impact whether or not you think Carson Wentz can return to any sense of normalcy is who's around him. If Frank Reich versus Nick Sirianni, I'll take Frank Reich. I just don't believe personally that it's worth the investment on either team. I would not trade for Carson Wentz if I'm Indianapolis. And if I'm Philadelphia, I'd take peanuts on the dollar just to get rid of him. That's that's personally where I'm at. But I also don't think that he's going to return to anything higher than what we got from 2019, which was last year, not this past season. That's well, all. I, I think differently. Because I do, I know think you Carson think Wilson differently. Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz will play like you. But see, but but you're you're totally opposite of what you're saying. You're saying he can never play at a high level again. I didn't say that. I I said history. You said was, history said history says that a high level is what he was as an MVP candidate. That's a high level, and I just said last in 2019 he was middle of the road at best for me. That's not a high level. I mean, you said he, you said you said he won't even get to middle of the road. I'm saying that yes, that there is a larger shot right now, a percentage right now that he won't even get back to that than he will, based off of history in this league, based off of every quarterback that's ever taken a snap in this league, and ever all the data that we have in front of us. Guys just don't come back from I'm, those types of years. I am so glad that we're gonna we we have this radio show for a year. I am so glad we have this. For the next year, you won't need it for a year when he gets dealt in a week. <laughs> He's not going to get gonna be dealt, traded man. by one o'clock today. <laughs> oh, Hopefully, man. I hope so. Yeah, seriously. All right. I mean, think about it. I, I, I just, we can determine. We can probably out. determine what value is. For goodness sake, right? I still don't think anybody has any idea. I, and I, I think this whole thing with Chicago has clouded people's judgment on where he can go and wants to go. He's he's a pain in the ass. I'm gonna tell you how he values him. And and the head coach value him a lot higher than what you guys are thinking right now. The, oh, head the, coach, o- the owner, you mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The head coach. Head coach. The head coach. I don't even think is. he has a thought. Right. Yeah. The head coach will do exactly what he's told. What he's told. To. Yes. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Have the owner. Stuff. The owner will. He, he definitely and Howie value him a lot higher than what you guys are giving him. Way higher than. It. Yeah. Which is why they fired Doug Peterson, which is why they got they allowed guys like Reich and Flip to walk, which is why they fired people like Grow and Taylor who have found work immediately after being fired. They val which is why Carson Wentz is in this position in the first place, because they value him so much. They gave him the keys. They turned him into a player's version of Chip Kelly. That's what they did. So you think that they're gonna allow him to go for peanuts? It's not happening. Well, it's not well, peanuts. No, not peanuts. I said for me personally, I would deal him for peanuts. I just that. what? What do you when you say peanuts? That. You're saying the two second the anything round picks? Less, no. Yeah, it, yeah. Two. They're not gonna. If two second round picks, I believe they would, but they have to be second round pick, not conditional. A second round pick this year yeah, and a second fine. round pick next year. Not I've a used conditional that example pick. countless times on the all week. I use that example as far as what would get it done: two second rounders, two second rounders, and that the Eagle. Here's another thing too: the Eagles right now going back and forth with Indy, trying to turn a third rounder into. They're not a going rounder. back and forth with Indy. They're not. I mean, it's not even. They're not even in those type of. Um, uh, Conversations right now. I can How almost you know? guarantee that. I can almost I, I would that. based on really. So then you nobody's know? having any conversation. You, so you don't think the Eagles are having any talks at all with any team about trading Carson Wentz? Well, you you acting like 
they're offering something. No, they're not. At this point, we're trying – the Eagles are trying to manipulate somebody to do it, but they're, they're not going for what the Eagles are talking about right now. They're not. I, I, I don't understand. You're saying that they're not having any types of conversations. Nothing other than – nothing less than two twos. Nothing. Nothing less than two twos. Well, okay, but there needs to be – in order to get from point A to point B, you need to have a conversation about getting there. That's what I'm saying is they're in this conversation now – to where they're negotiating what could be a deal and the Eagles are set on, we keep looking at it like it's at the top, like the Eagles are set and they're digging their heels on a one and nobody's budging on a one. And what I'm saying is it's most likely the opposite where the Eagles have already settled on what the top pick is, but they don't want to get a third or a fourth round pick back. And they're trying to convince a team, no, we want the two twos not a two and a three or a two and a four. That's all I'm saying is that, that, but I don't know how you can be at a point where you're negotiating not a one to a two, but not be at a point where you're negotiating a three to a four to a two. That's all I'm saying. That's what didn't make sense, but that's fine. That's fine. None of this makes any sense. That's fine. Well, good. At least we're not screaming about Ben Simmons not taking jump shots because that (laughs) seems to be the conversation (laughs) today around the city which is a guy drops over 40 points and, and people want to complain that he's not shooting jump shots. I'm more interested in, in how they gave up, what, 50 to uh, Jordan Clarkson. Right. Because he's knocking down threes, man. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, they they have not been great from, especially from a defensive standpoint, but they have there not been is. great rebounding. What's that? Jordan, Jordan? Clarkson. It's been, it's, they haven't been great rebounding, and I don't know what it was last night. Be interested to see just the second chance points that Utah got last night. But you know, you, you're not going to win shootouts if you're not going to knock down more threes. You're just mm-hmm. not. No, that's a. And I keep going back to this, and I don't want to sound like a broken record or anything along those lines. It's also too we should mention, and, and Barrett brought this up at the start of the show about when we were going back and forth about Seth and all is, and this is why I don't want Danny Green or anybody other than Seth or than Shake Milton coming off the bench is whoever you're going up against is going to have their own shake. Whoever you're going, most good teams has a guy coming off the bench that can get you 25, 30, and if they go off, can get you more than that. Mm-hmm. And that's 25, 30 off the bench. Most guy, most teams have that guy? Good teams. Good have team. a okay. Maybe a good team. Okay. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, no, 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 say, most teams. No, most like not everybody's I, Lou Williams. No, 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 not everybody's Lou Williams, but there are guys on teams, good teams, and I'll give you maybe six or seven good teams in the NBA that have a bench player that can come off and okay, get yeah, you. Not I can buy average. That. I, I, yeah, I, that, now that you've clarified that, okay, not not a not half or a third or something like that. No, but you know, about sixteen contenders. Yeah, I'd say well, that's what I'm the yeah, top contenders. four teams on yeah. on each side right now have yeah. a guy that can come off the bench and light you up yep. that has the potential to do that. If Not consistently, to, but he can do that on occasion. No, I would say consistently. A guy doesn't have to average 20-plus points a night to get you to be that type of player. I mean, it's circumstance and who's in and fouls and, and how things are playing. They but, give me 18-plus 24 times a year. Yeah, I, okay. Is that, I, that I fair? Probably more than that, I would think. Okay, yeah, and on occasion, they'll give you 32. Yeah. I think I think Six on times yeah, a year. you know you should be able to do that. Look, people won't like this, but Carmelo <clears throat> Anthony is still a guy like that. 
You know, you, you have you have scorers that you mentioned. He's a mutt. That dude's a mutt. He's a loser. I'm, dude, I'm telling you, man. He's <laughs> a loser. He's a Syracuse loser. He's a loser. <laughs> All right, who's He's the who, just, uh, who do you have against Carmelo Anthony? He's a loser. <laughs> I who's want the, winners. Who's the guy uh, for the for the Brooklyn Nets? Is it Shamit? Well, no. Right Landry now, Landry Shamit. It's who? With Brooklyn, I, I you know I don't know if you need anybody. At this point, right. anybody coming off the bench is lucky to touch the basketball, right? Well, I'm just I'm trying to go through these teams and figure out who their guy is that can do this, right? Well, again, who, who the, who the six a, man is, Harry? Yeah, if you look at a healthy Brooklyn team, right? Ideally, with with a healthy Brooklyn team, you have, you know, it's staggered to where you rarely have all three guys off the floor. Mm -hmm. So the minutes play out where it's like, um, it's like a glorified shift in hockey where if you're, you're only pulling two of the three guys each time, if that right. makes sense, right? Like, so one guy is always out there for the most part. Yeah. And that's usually Kyrie's minutes usually get staggered more than the other two. Mm -hmm. So your second unit, a lot of times consists of Shamit and green, alongside Irving, which it's not like Lou Williams or Shake Milton or Coos out in L.A. where it's basically give that guy the basketball and clear out. You still have Shamit and Green kind of working within that system of Kyrie. Yeah. But I would say that both Shamit and Green on a, on a given night should be able to get you double-digit points off the bench. Yes. Yeah. Who's the guy on Milwaukee? Connaughton? Yeah, Milwaukee, Probably. you know, Milwaukee is struggling big time with its depth. I don't know if you would have a guy right now that you would consistently go to off the bench like that. I mean, it, it probably is Connaughton. Yeah. Just out of necessity. But look, they, they're not a deep team at all. No. You know, they, they don't have many, they don't have great scoring options. Neither are the Nets. You know, it, to be honest with you, with a healthy Drew Holiday, it's probably our, our old buddy from Nova that's there just to get some buckets. Defense Chinzo? Yeah. Uh, Dante? Yeah. I think he's starting, though. He He is. And that's another thing too. They're not. Uh, they're not deep. Milwaukee. No. Look, you know, Milwaukee could be the exception right now to the rule. Mm -hmm. You know, where you have teams that maybe that are good that don't necessarily have it there. But you know, if you look around with a couple of these, Boston, we know with Marcus Smart at any given moment, and Utah with yeah, he's Clark. turned into an offensive player. Like yeah, he came Martin, in as a defensive yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And even Phoenix, you know, Phoenix with their depth knowing that they have so many top-heavy guys in Booker first and foremost, and now you have the addition right of Chris Paul. But they have they have some younger options that can come out. And again, I'm only talking about a guy that can get you 17 or 18 points, maybe you know, 20, 25 when he's hot. I don't need somebody to fill up a stat sheet, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about somebody to come out and play D and you know give you 9 or 10 rebounds or even assists. I just points. Mm -hmm. So... Dario Saric coming off the bench and give me 18, 19 points. That's all I need. I don't need him to do anything else but score. That, that's my point is that guys like this. But 
that the whole thing came up to Harry asking about Jordan Clarkson bombing threes. And that's why this conversation, I, I don't think, is going away, which is you have to be able to keep up with teams. Have to. You can't and, trade. You can't trade twos for threes. No. Math doesn't he, work. Did, and look, that's another guy giving you that Barrett. <laughs> Barrett, man. <laughs> Barrett is, is okay with trading twos for threes so long as the twos come. I'm not okay with that. I just think we're, we're – uh, we're No, he's a, not okay for trading I'm, twos. He wants a one for Carson Wentz. That's right. Yes. <laughs> forget the twos. Forget that. the twos. Forget the threes. Do you see what wow. I did there? No, I'm, I'm wow. just saying. I'm going to start arguing about it again. i got to take a piss <laughs> yeah, in the yard. Yeah, I'm just saying, man. Yeah. Jesus. Don't we have a Fitz and B and Cooley or a DVSC ad? <laughs> we have a player. Right now. Let's do that. What we feel makes our firm different from others is the fact that we um, take our lifelong uh, personal approach and experience uh, and apply that in dealing with any client. We don't view a client as a number or another case. We view them as a human being and a person, a person who faces challenges that they never anticipated or they wouldn't be here. They wouldn't seek us out for help. And we put that personal approach um, to the forefront to make sure. Attention gun owners in the Philadelphia region. Sign up now with our NRA instructor, Bob Dooley, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right, there's our commercial break. A quote from Johnny Manziel after this game. By the way, they play on Twitch. It's Twitch is their partner, broadcast partner for this league. The fan-controlled football league is what it's called. Jeez, oh, you see this? No, it's a seven-on-seven league, and he went uh, he went one for five for eleven yards passing, and then he had uh, sixty-seven yards rushing on eight carries with a touchdown. And he says after the game, the product will keep getting better as the weeks go on. Good start, even with a loss. You know, win or lose, we booze on the zappers. <laughs> the zappers. Now, that's that's lingo for doing a bump. Yes, a zapper, it is. Right? A zapper? Yeah. Isn't it ironic that he's playing for a team called the Zappers? It is a little bit now that you bring that up. I, I don't remember using that term at all. Well, yeah, that Bob Mennery guy uses that all yeah. the time. Yeah. Hey, they wrapped up a zapper. Yeah, zapped. Yeah. Zapped. <laughs> Win or lose. the term gagger. Right. Win or lose, we booze. <laughs> guy's a classic. No, that's... Ridiculous, man. He, huh? I can't, believe, I can't believe he's even stooping that low, man. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> this is a Heisman Trophy winner, bro. Heisman Trophy winner. What's, what's going on? What's going on with your microphone? I know, yeah, dude. Like you're like, you can't. You can't hear me. 
Now yeah, you're parachuting and then, in. And then you blew in. You blew us up. I'll tell you what. I was watching a, a Netflix thing, World War II in color last night. Oh, yeah? About Bar- the deep invasion. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Hey, hey, we're going to get up off me, man. Not the crap. I'm starting to get annoyed with you. <laughs> I mean, what happened I, I, with the mic? I don't know. No, now we got you. Well, you, you get a new mic, Shander? Yeah, you got a blue, yeah. a a blue, blue? Uh, windscreen. No, it's it's a sure mic. The other mic broke. It's a piece of crap. I can't understand why. It's only yeah. being talked into for 86 days in a row. Can you nonstop. imagine? Can you imagine the wear and tear that that mic went through? Oh. <laughs> that condenser blew. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I'm I'm out on it. It looks like somebody <laughs> dropped did. a daisy cutter on that condenser mic. <laughs> a bunker buster. Wow. What? <laughs> Nobody watches World War II crap but you, all right? That's why I just I don't know why I was interested in it last night. Crap. I watched a, an F1 race oh. in 2016, <laughs> late night. Wait a second. You're watching reruns of F1 races from years ago? Yeah, I got the F1 uh, app on my uh, Roku, oh. and they have uh, races going all the way back to like 1992. But I was I never watched F1, Harris, so it's like it's brand new to me. <laughs> I have no idea. So I Googled best F1 races of the since 2000, and I got this huge list, Then I'm checking them off. So I watched right. a little 2016 Austrian Grand Prix from the Red Bull Ring last night. Okay. You gotta look at Monaco, man. Go to Monaco. I that's hate that race, dude. Man, that's that's great. You're going through a city. That's yeah, crazy how fast they go, man. Underneath bridges and 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 you know tunnels and everything. Can't overtake on that. No, track. you can't. You can't get Good out in front. That's it. Yep. Wow, overtake. That's a, uh, a F1 term. Yeah, that's why you like the race at like Bahrain, Har. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a good overtake track. Or Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. In Baku. You tell me that people don't overtake in NASCAR? Is it just specific to that's F1? Just, that's no. a, it's a different. It's, no, that's yeah, passing. It's totally. That's drafting and passing. Yeah. Well, is it just is it the same process with just no, it's way different. different name? No, I mean you got braking, you got everything involved with uh overtaking, man. This is it's crazy. You know how complex that is. You know, the way they the way they drive is like they see a point. You know, miles ahead and what's just supposed to turn because they're on it like that. Oh, and you got to know where to break. Yeah, you got to know where to break and stop. If you and don't hit the apex of the corner, you're dead on your out and your exit of the corner. Oh yeah, carrying enough yeah. speed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically science. And you get any dirt on your tire, man, you're messed up, man. You know, what's so you can't go off the track. What's that? Overtaking. Yeah. Let's see if it's in NASCAR. See if you guys know what the hell you're talking about. No, they don't. I used to go to NASCAR races all the time. I've never heard that term in NASCAR. No. How does a driver overtake another in NASCAR? Quora. Now, is it pronounced Quora? Or is it like that progressive commercial where it's like the Quinoa? Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Quinoa. Yeah, (laughs) Quinoa. <laughs> no cussing, no fussing, and no ba- <laughs> She's funny. Oh my god. And then just she started going with the Kiono. Boy. Uh, we say, um, those of you look, we say those of you who printed out directions here. Yes. You <laughs> That's hilarious. The last Andrew, did you have any money on the Daytona 500 Sunday? <laughs> Me? Uh, this stupid crash messed everything up. He's did, you, did you put money on that? 
I didn't. I put a, I put a half a unit on Chris Boucher. Boucher was you a Boosh. Yeah, the Boosh. Well, the boot. <clears throat> pardon me. The Boosh last year was a top three average finish. If you look at the super speedways. So I tried to apply some so Daytona, Talladega. There are four of them, right? Michigan. Yeah, and, and he was and involved Charlotte. in that crash. Whatever that ass, what ass face was who started that crash. <laughs> Ruined it for the rest of them. And then when the thing started back up, I jumped and I saw that Hamlin, the two-time defending champ, was plus 150, and the next guy was plus 600. So I'm thinking, oh, well, he's got to have a pretty decent lead and all the things that could come from starting this thing back up. So I put a unit on Hamlin because he was plus 150 and that didn't hit. So you ever, you ever been in one of those races, Hack? No. When you were down South? No, I never went to a race line. Uh, they're great. Yeah. It's a, I'd it's like, a raging I'd, party. I'd go, I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. You go to the big track because they all come buzzing by you. 43 cars, you know, nose to tail. Yeah, and, and then they're gone for a minute and a half. So you just hang out and drink. Then they come flying by. I'd want to go to Talladega. That's the one I'd want to go. I've to. been there a couple times. Oh yeah. Yep. It sit on the back stretch there, uh, and I watched Ricky Hamilton flip up into the fence coming off turn two right in front of us. Came yeah. by upside down at two hundred and ten miles an hour. It was nuts. Well, Wild Bill from Dawsonville, Bill yeah. Elliott. Bill yeah. Elliott. Yeah. Yep. Now his kid, his kid races now, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I went to uh, I went down to Chase in, Elliott, I think exactly Delaware, down in Delaware, yeah, Dover, 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 Monster yeah. Mile, the, Mir- the yeah. Monster Mile, Miracle Mile, whatever yeah. they call it. Yeah. Stop, because yeah. you don't know who's racing who if it stays green too long. Not there's the always a car in front of you, right? Well, I got Miracle to push the car in. Oh, did you? California. Yeah, yeah. Ripken, you know Ripken. Ripken was, you know, I played with Ripken. He came in a, his last year or last couple of years in the league, played with the Eagles. So we went down, you know, offensive line, pushed the car out there, you know. And, you see, Michael Jordan has a NASCAR. He's got team a race now. team now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Bubba Wallace. Yeah, Ho- hopefully they'll be better than his basketball team. <laughs> well, there are two guys. That's the difference, right? There were two guys for MJ's team, but Mister Worldwide only has one driver on his squad, and they were making a way bigger deal about Mister Worldwide than they were about Bubba and MJ. Who's Mister Worldwide? Pitbull. Oh, he's that's right. He's yeah. got a team. Yeah, he okay. was the grand marshal. Yeah, yes, all right. Not, yes, and and I get it because there are probably more people that are outside of sports who know who Pitbull is as opposed to Michael Jordan. But they were just making such a big deal out of Mister Worldwide and Pitbull and this. And look, I, Bob, I don't know Bubba Wallace from Bubba Watson, but Michael Jordan doing anything is a big deal. Yeah. Right. And they, they kind of just like brushed it. They you know they mentioned it and all, but they kind of yeah. meanwhile they got Pitbull on. Well He's, they had him on during the during the rain delay or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah oh, I saw I that. Tell you about this new car I got and, and I'm just like <laughs> get this guy out of here. Dolly. Did he drop a dolly? I'm sure he did. Did he? Dolly. Dolly. Yeah. And then uh <laughs> You know, Bubba Wallace talking about he's getting a couple of texts from people congratulate him, and all of a sudden he gets a text. Is you know said we had to say they said at the end it said MJ. He's like, oh, oh yeah, I got text by MJ. <laughs> yeah, Michael Jordan just texted me. Make a you know pretty big deal about that. Jordan right. in his hands on, and something, and, and and look, the guy who's driving for Pitbull was part of that wreck. All right, <laughs> so Pitbull now, yeah. Well, who was the guy who started the wreck? 
Uh, I think it might have been. I don't. I, I don't think it was worldwide. But well, he didn't get it. He got a DNF also. Yeah, he went right into the back of that guy. Mm-hmm. Who, Mister? Those Wilson. cars are like floating on the track. Yeah, Christopher yeah. Bell. That's Joe Gibbs Racing. Oh yeah, yeah he started it. Yeah, not Joe Bell. No, not Joe Bell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, those cars have like no to go fast. You can't have downforce. Nope. And so they like float. So as soon as you touch a guy and take the air off them, that's they it. Just, they just drift sideways. Well, a lot of them will go up, and, and that's kind of I imagine why the physics work, where they like almost go up in the air. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they, they bump them in the rear. They yeah. turn into they turn into a wing almost. You know what I mean? You, yep. you can almost yep. not even touch a guy and just take the air off the back of his car yep. behind him and wreck him. Yeah, yep. it's what Earnhardt used to do. He wouldn't even touch. Well, he would do a lot of rubbing, but um, but he was a lot a of great, rubbing, a lot of tugging. He was the best restrictor plate racer because he knew could find air where other teams couldn't find it. So he would right he line. would steal the downforce of the of the car in front of him. No, he's not. He he's looking to lift the car. Yeah, it basically. Right. Yeah. But well, he sees yeah. he's basically robbing him. him of the of the downforce on his right. car. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Especially in a turn, you would think that's where all the downforce comes because you're into a bank turn, right. thirty three degrees at like Talladega, and it, it's pretty nuts. Yeah. Wow. But like an F one car's got so much downforce, it could ride on the ceiling upside down and stick to it. Yep. Wow. It's incredible, man. How you know the. Yep. The physical, how that stuff happens, man. This is some great racing knowledge right here. <laughs> I, I, I got to admit, I'm intrigued. We hit you with Simmons without talking about the need for the jump shot. And the right. Loss last night. We hit you with this Carson Wentz stuff, regardless of what side you're on. That's right. not going away. We hit you with this racing stuff. God knows what else we talked about today. A heated Danny Green and Seth Curry argument. Yeah. Where are you? Where else are you getting that? Nobody and, and no commercials. Right. There's only been three commercials today. I've only taken one leak. Yeah, right. <laughs> that might be the most impressive stat of the day, right there. We yes. should have set over unders for that. Damn I, think, I think they were on the screen. Soda. And, and, and you don't get no cussing, no right. fussing, <laughs> but a lot of back talking. Right. Yeah. Absolutely right. Keon, no, I think that is hilarious. <laughs> right. We, we got to d- take a middle show trip up to Pocono for a race this summer. Yeah, we should, man. That'd yeah. Is that a good track? Up. Yeah, it is. Not really. Yeah. It's not, not a great bad, one. man. You got to be up really high to see a lot there. Mm-hmm. But if you oh, want the party no. experience, we'll get a Winnebago and sit in the infield and, and drink beer on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> while Shander a- rips bong hits inside the uh, Winnebago bathroom. <laughs> I did a remote up there once. And- you did? Yeah. I forget for which station. Might have been 97, but. It was. I was surprised about just how crazy it was. It was a NASCAR race. I mean, the, mm-hmm. you know, they have NASCAR races. It's to their year, yeah. Yeah. Pocono 500. It might have been that. Getting in and out of there has got to be awful. Oh, Harry, one way in, one way out. It, 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 it blows, Harry, because they don't let you in until the morning of the race. At Talladega, yeah. we got there Friday for the right, Sunday right. race, and we're on the grounds in right. the RV. Right. Well, there, was, there was a bunch. I, I mean, I'm remembering it. Again, this is two years ago, at least. But... It it wasn't as difficult when I got there, and I got there like I don't know four or five hours before the race, and I was able to get a pass and kind of go through it. But I saw, and to your point, they might have got there at you know two a.m. or four a.m. Yeah, they opened the gates at four in the morning when I was there, and there were a ton of RVs and everything all oh, yeah. set up. It's it's yeah, insane. It's a long pond, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
One as long as it, I just hope it's not like getting out of getting in and out of Penn State. That's got to be the worst. Oh, that's the worst. Not anymore, though. I mean, they did all that construction on 322. It's not nearly as bad as it used to be. Mm. Man. You used to get to Harrisburg and get to halfway Hardy's there, and it was mm-hmm. one lane to freaking State College. It sucked. Yeah, Clemson's like that also. Yeah. Clemson's just one way in, one way out. Yeah, but Clemson's yeah. right off Three, the interstate. Yeah, 322 now, though, going to Penn State, is all like two, three letter, two, three lanes, and you just blow yeah. right up there. Go over seven mountains, you're good to go. <laughs> wow. Philly Hockey Now just followed me on Twitter. Oh, yeah? The new home of the best Philadelphia Flyers coverage, part of the National Hockey Now family. Uh-oh. Who's that? I've been going to stick to hockey. Yeah. As my best Philadelphia Flyers coverage. Now it looks like there's a new sheriff in town. Well, maybe. Let's see if that sheriff has the same level guest that I have. Oh, <laughs> here, here we go. Here we go. Come on. What are you, Nahagan? You got to beef up your show with guests? Who can we get on? It's not about the host. The Flyers aren't playing. I bet you Pete would be good. Pete Rose. Tell the camera to come in with his binder. Matt in 1983. Stop, please. Do you know JJ Watt's going to go to the Browns real quick? Is he really? Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah, why? I'm just, I'm looking at it here. You want to add a one crap hole for another? He's going to play against the Steelers twice a year? Wow. are trending right now. Mary Kay Cabot two hours ago. Ex-Texans JJ Watt seriously considering the Browns as one of his options wow. because they have a lot of what he wants. Sources tell Cleveland.com. Really one of the things he wants is not winning. Jeez. <laughs> right. It's got to be money. It's got to yep. be money. Well, uh, did, who was it that went there? Greenbacks. Austin Hooper. The yeah. tight end. A yeah. ton of money Opa. to play there. Yeah. They're Opa. actually 25 to 1 for the Super Bowl. That's pretty good value. Right. Well, yeah, it, value, but yeah, it's are you not really going to take them? Beckham coming back. Even just to make it. Odell's coming back, bro. Odell's coming yeah. back. Um, I mean, they found a way to run that offense to, you know, double-headed backs. You know, so, I mean, it. you know, their defense gets back up to par. It, it, they could be challenging for that uh, that division. Mm-hmm. You think, okay, division? Well, what happened? If your team would just move on and stop being so damn pig-headed. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Fathead Roethlisberger, come on! <laughs> they don't know if they're gonna bring him back yet. What? Why? Take Carson Wentz. Don't you want? Right. You're telling me that Mike Tomlin can't fix Carson Wentz? Right. Well, here we go. Help make a deal. Help broker a deal here, Barrett. <laughs> on, Barrett. Barrett, you and Jander argue about the Steelers and Wentz now for 20 minutes, so I can go take a deuce. This is how you know. Here's, here's the reality. This is where we could put Barrett's feet to the fire, Jason. All right, before you go and, and do your thing, because you know he doesn't care about the Eagles. No. Eagles got rid of him way too early. Still has that chip on his shoulder, but he clearly cares about his Steelers. Nobody's gonna say. Well, he's got a ring with a star logo exactly. on it. Is, is the ring on today? No, no, no. no. It's I, not I, on, I, but he, he guaranteed it's in the lockbox. Like he's got yeah. a gun to protect the lockbox of the ring to protect the lockbox of the ring. So just make sure that you know. You know damn well you wouldn't want Carson Wentz anywhere near that team, especially if they moved on from Ben and they needed a quarterback. You know damn well. All right. 
You wouldn't want Wentz anywhere near your team, which you is know, the Pittsburgh Steelers, a team, mind you, that's really just a quarterback away. I, I see, but the, the only, only thing is, I don't know if Tamlin can could could really, you know, corral Ben in. You know, that's the me. Uh, Wentz in. I mean, I don't know if he could corral him in, man. Because I mean, they put up with a lot with they uh, need a with AB. Game. You know, they put up a lot with Brown, and they yeah. they finally just couldn't take it anymore and let him go. So I'm I think. Wentz would definitely, definitely. You got that other clown dancing on every and doing all the dancing and stuff. Right, right, right. Uh, he, he's going to be I, on another team. Yeah, because he's an yeah. idiot. Yeah. So Juju, you got, you yeah, they'll, move, they'll move on from him. Yeah, yeah. Look, you I, cannot, I would, you cannot act the fool in Pittsburgh. No, no. Well, you can't act the They're fool and school. then drop passes. No. They're old. Yeah. Real old school. They'll move on from them. They need a running game. Yeah, they I mean they don't have to a move game. on from somebody. You're gonna need somebody back. It, it, you know they, they always on. draft a good wide receiver. They find well, them. Well, they're gonna have to then. Yeah, right. They find them. You'd have There's to. Draft no city first. drafts better than Pittsburgh in sports. Well, Baltimore had a pretty good run too. No, no. I mean, look look at the Pirates too. They always oh, draft good guys, but they can't keep them. Yeah, then they never keep. Them. Yeah, Tampa Bay is even better at it baseball wise. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I how mean, about how about that? How about right. Tampa Bay, man? And the Tampa I mean, Bay Lightning, too. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, look at the Kucherov wow. and all the guys that Braden Point hire in the third round. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, so. love Braden Point. I know you do. Oh, yes. That's a hockey player right there. Yeah. He's a grimy yeah. little guy. Yeah. Is that mm. what well, look at that. Wentz, Wentz the Claypool. Oh. <laughs> Barrett, that's that's what would truly get me on your not to agree with you but at least uh, accept your point of view that's the only thing that would truly have me accept your point of view which is you pushing for Wentz on the Steelers knowing they need a quarterback mm. bro I mean it'd be it'd be perfect for him because that I mean that that place right there they they don't put up with anything they're going to make sure that you fit in their category as far as being yeah. a guy that's a Pittsburgh Steeler. Yeah. I mean, they, they even have, they even have, you know, devout, devout Catholics, man, they have fish every Friday for, uh, for dinner for the players. Right. So the fact that they're not even wow. remotely interested, doesn't that tell you, uh, you know, a, <laughs> a lot about what the league thinks about Carson Wentz? Forget about what Howie thinks about him. That's why I say he's going to be an Eagle. <laughs> It's it's funny because Pittsburgh knows their DNA, mm -hmm. and it's, it's a defined a DNA of a of a sports team that you'll find in sport anywhere. Mm -hmm. Like they it, know what they want. Even you know, just look yep. at um how their rosters are constructed. If you can go in and go to Pittsburgh Steelers history, they bring in very few free agents. They yep. draft all their guys. That's why they probably they have value the little linebackers. Yep. Right? Yep. Yes, yeah. they, they do. Have the littlest amount yeah. and offensive linemen. The yeah. littlest amount of guys. That they bring in as far as you know, free agents. So once you know, once you get drafted there, they're going to give you every it's first you class, know, you know, everything you need to do yeah. to, to 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 be a successful player. They're going to make right. sure of that. And if you're going to get too big for your britches and chase the bucks, they're going to replace you with another guy that's just mm -hmm. as good behind right. you that's not as expensive. Look how many big time receivers that they let go. Mm -hmm. Yep, you know, except if you're Bones, then you can. Well, that's a quarterback. That's different. Well, they yeah, but. The irony is that they probably should have done this a year or two early, like they've done it with everything else. 
Yeah, but they haven't been able to find the guy. When you don't draft anywhere near the top of the draft, it's tough. That's why you got to trade for Carson Wentz. There you go. Opportunity. Look, here's the deal, though, too. There's only one quarterback that's won Super Bowl since 2000 that was drafted in the top five of the NFL draft. Only one. Say what now? There's only one quarterback since 2000 that's won a Super Bowl that was drafted in the top five of the draft. Oh, that's uh, a Eli. 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 He's the yeah. only one. Right. Eli. Nobody He's else. Twice. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Over the Patriots both times. Well, now, the Patriots that, won that sounds like a nugget that was dropped on a Saturday afternoon between noon and three on a certain radio station. I, I probably did drop that. <laughs> <laughs> 610. 610 is a top five quarterback overrated. 610. <laughs> Eagles are drafting at six. They can take a quarterback because no quarterback in the top right. five. Right. Jeez. Oh, I love beating the piss out of the same topic over and over again. Is that what Saturdays. you do? What was what was the topic last Saturday? Saturday? I don't even know, Harry. You don't even know? Yeah, I expunged it. <laughs> <laughs> I erased right. my hard drive after the show. Wow. Good. You could have called me on the ride home. I wouldn't have known. Right. Sorry. Right. I don't think anybody else was either. It's it's yeah. in, it's out. It's the, the same. We're asking the same question. What did Charles you just talk from about? from the Northeast called you and said the same exact thing he said to the 16 other shows before. Right. right. Yeah, Jason, you know, Jason, uh, let, let me tell you, Jason, right. I, I really want I love those. Don't you, you love those? Number one for Wentz. Don't oh, you love those guys that have that agenda? And then you, if you're skimming around the radio station for a week, you'll hear them on both stations on yeah. all the different shows with the same phone call. Yeah, it's yeah, an angry Al move. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing: I get upset. It's Di Filippo. Angry Al was on this Di Filippo thing for- nonstop. <laughs> yeah, so I get upset. I can I can take when it's like, and some people get upset when they hear the person be like, "Hey, great show, man! Really love the show." Mm-hmm. And then they say that to every single host. Right. Yeah. I get upset when the anger is fabricated. Like I get upset when I hear the same caller call another show or four other shows, and that same level of being upset and anger the and vitriol. Yes, vitriol. Thank you, Harry. Comes yeah. out in the call, right. and I'm like, "Wait a second! I thought that was our moment, right? Yeah. I thought that was. Right. I thought I invoked the, that. This is yeah. manufactured vitriol. Right. Right. Yeah. This Probably guy's got a, a reservoir of this crap, and he can do yeah. it with anybody he's talking to. Payton yeah. thought that he was the genesis, right. the stimulus for this. So vitriol. look, you were standing at your remote and taunting people for no reason. I felt cheated on. Right. You used to you walk by Shannon and Ramon, he'd be standing up. Oh, he'd stand, standing calling yeah. people out with the headset on. Yeah. Just screaming his bag off. Oh, hey, what happened? What happened? What's his name? What happened? What's his name? Jose? On the- Jose What's from Narstown? Hockey up? action, yo. Yeah. yeah. What happened there? I don't know. I don't know. He Anytime he calls, I just stuff. feel uncomfortable. Who knows? <laughs> Only one man could handle Jose. Yeah. It wasn't me. <laughs> that guy got weeded out on terrestrial radio. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I tell you what, man. <laughs> I tell you what. Please tell me there's not going to be a, a late goal in this game to force overtime. <laughs> no, there's no. No. No pulling the goal we're here today. No. no. Well, I tell you, Arizona needed two goal lead last night. I needed something from St. Louis yesterday. Yeah. Oh, Brubery was great after the game. Was five of six in the three bet 
six-play round robin, five of six, and the one that I missed was that the one hockey play like an idiot, like an idiot. You have uh, the Sens last night on the money line coming back from down 5-1 against the Leafs? No, but uh, I was looking at the peg as an in-game play with... Yes. Shifley with a great goal. Looked like line A over there. Yeah. Is that what it was? Shifley, yeah, just one time blasted one right by. Oh, we got uh, Devils and the Rangers tonight. Yeah. Ah, Here's the thing. Any like uh, any major contrarian play here? Because those are the first period ones I like. You know, if there's a team that's like plus two hundred or plus two fifty to win the game, there's not one of those tonight. The, the highest, at, the highest number is Dallas one one sixty two. What I think that's postponed. Is it? Yeah. I yeah. Right. Oh, is there uh, anybody? Uh, all right. Well, what else? Uh, uh, the next highest number is one thirty five. The Rangers. Yeah, I see that at 140 hair. I wouldn't touch Jersey. They haven't played in an eternity, it seems. Mm-hmm. They're just coming back from the COVID thing as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I wouldn't mess with them. And and the Rangers, well, the Rangers might still be without Panarin. So yeah. I might um, just take the over in that Capitals Penguins game. I took it on Sunday. That was an easy winner. Oh, Jesus. The Penguin goalies can't stop a freaking beach yeah. ball from the blue line either. In fact, I'm going to do that right now. Yeah, they're a mess. <laughs> yeah. So I take uh, – all right, so let's do that. What do you have tonight? And I'll give you something in the NBA to look at. I'll we- give you Washington tonight as a play, as a slight dog. Give us give us two that you love. Like, give us two that you mm-hmm. yourself – He doesn't love anything, though. You, you know what? I, there, there's a game I like a little bit tonight. Is, yeah? And, and the line is screaming at me. It, look, the Islanders are minus 130 on the road, Buffalo plus 110 at home. I, I kind of like Buffalo here. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Um, they're coming Islanders off COVID protocol as well. Up even more. They're one forty three now. That's a oh, rematch it, of last night, right? Yeah, it's. Yeah. I kind of like Buffalo and as the play in that game tonight. Mm. I mean, you got a great game. Colorado and Vegas is going to be an awesome game tonight. Um, and, and Vegas is a slight favorite home, but I would lean Colorado there. Not on the not where I have it here. It's even on the money line at minus one eleven. Yeah, I got it one of minus one oh five for Colorado, but one fifteen for Vegas. Hmm. Um that could be an over too. Yeah. Five and a half. Six. I would not six. play the over on that game. No. Mark Andre Fleury has been unreal. Yeah. Wow. So the play is what specifically? I, I would take Buffalo. here's the I'll give you Buffalo. three games. I'll go I'll go Buffalo, Washington, and I would go Colorado tonight. So I'm taking one home team and two roads. You real I, that game? You like that game? I thought I thought it would be a stay away. Which one? The Colorado Vegas game. No, I think I, McCarr's hurt, and I don't know. If, I don't think he's going to play, but that's still uh, that's the play I will go with tonight. Okay, hmm. just curious. Now, if you want to look at the NBA to match that with Mertidis's hockey action. The Raptors are getting absolutely zero, zero love, as are the Nets, by the way. So I would take Toronto and Brooklyn and bump them up. And so you're going to have Brooklyn getting what, like 10, 10 and a half? Five, right. So right now, I'll give you the specific numbers. Toronto is at six and Brooklyn's at five and a half. 
So I would bump them into three possessions. So you always look at it like three. It, it goes yeah. increments of three, three, Get six, nine. nine, 12. Yeah. I would push both teams up to nine, nine and a half. And even if you wanted to run a seven point teaser, do that. But I, I would take, if you were going to go with one on the money line, I I would take Toronto at plus 190. But I, I think the Nets and I would definitely go with that. Toronto and Brooklyn. What about Boston or Denver tonight against Boston? Short line. It is. Short line at home. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it hasn't really been that much of a landslide from a bet standpoint, which kind of surprised me. I thought that's what I'm waiting to see. I thought a lot of people would be on Boston simply because they only have to lay the two. Mm-hmm. But yeah. There's a bunch of good games in the NBA tonight, actually. Yeah, you got a good card tonight on bo- in both leagues. Man, I tell you, there's there's another one too. The Lakers, the Lakers are only laying six and six a half. against Minnesota. Yeah, that really wow. does. Wow. But again, who played last night? Right, you have to look and and see this whole thing. You know, Brooklyn comes off the back to back last night, so that's why it's so high at five and a half. Phoenix is off. Toronto off, but Minnesota Boston, Minnesota played Sunday. They yeah, and and I guess they they look at that and they think, all right. You know, there's enough time for that there. I, I don't know. I think just looking at who played last night, so coming into tonight, that Utah game or Denver game, pardon me, way too much. I think Boston. Bo- I wouldn't play it, but Boston is. I like it. If anything, maybe take the under in that game. Anything in college we should hit before we get out of here? College hoops, man. No, it's a cloud of judgment. No. Mizzou, Arkansas. You got the Illinois Northwestern game tonight. Mizzou, Arkansas was the other day, wasn't it? Uh, Missouri, Georgia. Sorry, the Florida, Arkansas game. So those Temple plays tonight. They've lost a bunch in a row. Yeah, but there's a lot of sharp action on Temple, Harry. Yeah, but they're only they're getting three and a half on the road. That is a Temple line. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah. All right, we'll get out of here. Yeah, they've lost four in a row. I'm just I'm looking at the signals today. I'll take the owls tonight. Yeah, would you? Yeah. There is a ton of money. Yeah. A ton of money on Minnesota. So just going back to Minnesota that, Gophers? No, you you wonder why that line is oh, so the NBA. Short. Yeah, Minnesota getting six and a half at home, ninety percent of the money off just thirty five percent of the bets on Minnesota. Wow. Lakers win, people public. I'm just looking at that Temple game. There was some big money. Now taking it's Temple. Tulsa. What? Tulsa, 81% of the money, 30% of the bets on Tulsa. And the line hasn't moved. Oh, what does that geez. tell you? Owls. Big time money. Ow, and it hasn't ow, moved. Owls. Ow. 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 <laughs> Anything else? That's it. Anything um, you want to get we, to? We got to play some spots. Well, look, we got like a Howard Stern commercial break. We yeah, got 23 of minutes of today. spots. All right. We got a ton of Two recorded lives. Let's go. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. Overtime, as you know, brought to you by Book It Sports. And we'll see. Is we get Boosh for Thursday? What's that? Yeah, let's get Boosh Thursday. Yeah, he's, I'll, I'll see if he's not traveling because he does uh, rivalry night. So Perfect. Perfect. If he can do it, we'll get him on. We'll get yeah. you in. Get you in. Sure thing. Let's get Boosh on Thursday. We'll be back. We'll see what (laughs) happens on Wednesday. Probably not much. Don't expect anything else really to happen. 
Anything you want to leave the public with? Yeah, from 11.05 from 11.05 to 12.07 tomorrow, Aton and Barrett are going to argue about Wentz again. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> hey, somebody has to, all right? That's what do you right. think? Somebody has to talk sense into this individual here. <laughs> I may say more words on tomorrow's show than I did today, and I'm not even on. <laughs> <laughs> what time did you join us today? I don't know. <laughs> oh. Right. <laughs> Only one piss today, though. It was impressive. Oh, man. I'm going to empty the curtains when I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you tomorrow. See ya. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.